0: I don't even know if I've got a voice. Uh, I don't even care. After this weekend, I don't even care. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome. Monday, it is 5.45. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's in here somewhere. And uh, what an adrenaline-packed, screamy weekend we all had. Uh, whether you went to Suns games, sat at home, watched Suns games. Uh, you were at U-Fest on Saturday. It seemed like everybody was there. What a fantastic weekend. Just a blast. All the way around. Uh, last night was ridiculously loud and awesome. The Suns, uh, that, that stadium was incredible could have enjoyed that more. Watching them come back. Didn't think that would happen. Didn't think we'd be here Monday talking 2-2. I had it in my brain that they'd get bounced. This is looking tough. Well, it's just Denver's just so good, and they are. But I didn't think you could rely on Booker and KD to go for 80 twice. It's ridiculous. Amazing. Let alone do it on the same night that Joker and Murray went for 80-plus and beat them anyway. I, it's a, it was a glorious win last night. Incredible. And, of course... Suns owner Matt Ishbia getting involved, which I thought was pretty awesome. The Joker went over to try to get the ball. Now, here's the thing, Suns fans. Everybody uh, Last night, I got interviewed by a guy who I don't know where the interview ran or what TV station it was or whatever. But he comes over and he goes, hey, you want to talk to him? I was leaving late. He's still got his camera set up. And he goes, you want to talk Suns? I'm like, sure. So he goes, uh, what's your name? I said, John. He goes on. He said, uh, so what do you think of the Charles Barkley deal? Like, what, is, what, do, you, what do you think as a Suns fan that was like? And I'm like... Pretty big deal, I think. Wow. Are you in a time machine? Why are you asking me that? We just, this game that just happened. And he said, Do you know who uh, they traded for Charles Barkley? I'm like, Yeah, Tim Perry, Andrew Lang, and Jeff Hornacek. And he goes, I only knew about one guy. And I'm like, Yeah, I said, What are you, what are you doing? I said, "What?" And so we start going back and forth and stuff. And then he said, Son's in six. And I'm like, All right, where's, the, look at the camera. Everybody calm the F down. Everybody settle down. He asked me, Do you think uh, the um, Joker should be suspended for. Throwing an elbow into Ishpia, and I'm like, okay, you're, you're a typical Suns fan. You've lost your mind. No. Second, you don't want to beat this team on some suspension, that silly suspension. And Nicola was right. Joker wasn't wrong to do what he did. No. He, a, he may or may not have known that that was uh, Matt Ishbia. If he did, it still doesn't matter. Matt Ishbia is nothing more than a fan on the side of the court, and he, he was holding the ball. Yeah. And there was a dude for the Suns laying on the ground. It was Denver's ball. So he's like, give me that ball. we got a four and five going the other way. Yeah. And uh, and you give me that ball. And Matt Ishbia wouldn't. He's affecting Cause the game.
1: Because he, he knew the situation. He's
0: affecting the game. You, if, if it was just general fan, you'd get kicked out of the stadium for that. You cannot hold the ball That's and what disrupt and, uh, play. That's what and
1: Charles said at the halftime, you know, when they came back. That surprised, I think, uh, Ernie a little bit. Like, you know, like, if it was a regular fan doing that. He's kicked out Cause the guy immediately. Because the guy that got kicked out was the guy that reached over and kind of... He touched him. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. They gotta There protect goes the his players. four grand he spent on his tickets. Yeah, and they got
0: it. Well, <laughs> I bet you got it for free standing with <laughs> the boss. Know. But, yeah, you can't do that. So, Matt Ispia, and Matt Ispia, by the way, a bench player for Michigan State, won the national championship in, like, 2000, 2001. Boy, did he throw a flop, and I saw it from my seat. I, I mean, that, that is a flop. That was... A huge flop, a hilarious I, flop.
2: I don't think Joker knew it was Matt Lambeer sitting there on the, <laughs> on the corner there because did, yeah. I
0: don't think he literally knew it, but that was a flop. Oh, it was a huge nice flop. Nice acting job, man The Matt. dude has done it. Look, he was the 12th man off the bench in Michigan State. The, all he had to do was be scrappy. He's that annoying guy that would come off the bench that didn't score but would get banged into and fly around. He, he flopped. But everybody, you know. The, Went sat,
1: nuts because, you know, it was surprising when you saw it when then you replay it and you see the quality yeah. flop.
0: No, it's quality. Flop. Oh, yeah. And uh,
1: amazing that Isaiah kept out of the picture the whole time. Well, up.
0: they're packed. But they, I just it drives me bananas that you know I'm, I'm you know Suns sports talk this weekend or this week up until Tuesday is all going to be about should they just no you do not Suns fans do you remember when, uh, when Boris Dia and Amari Stoudemire stepped out onto the court from the bench. Uh, in 2007 or whenever it was, and uh, we're suspended for the sixth game. I think against the Spurs, and ended up losing the series. Might have been Game Seven.
3: Think you, you don't
0: you don't want to be you don't want to beat the team off of a controversial weird thing. Beat them straight up. Beat Nicola and the boys without the suspension. He'll get slapped with a
1: fine. Shouldn't even get a fine. Well, he didn't do anything wrong. Under I'm, the I'm, rules of the eh, of the, the NBA, they're not allowed to put their hand just like. Players fans are not Fans aren't. Fans alive. aren't and players can't. He didn't. He grabbed the ball. He
0: was getting the ball from a fan that who, who pulled it back. The and gesture then on the he flop. Yeah. That's He threw it. Nicola, Nicola goes to get the ball. That's I mean, I'm I'm look, I'm no Denver fan. He didn't do anything wrong. He's just a big dude who makes big moves and he had every right to get that ball, and the fan's supposed to give it back. The fan is actually supposed to just pass it right back.
1: Yeah, and he did come back into him. So he was just a, na- a natural reaction. I'm yeah. talking about when he threw the, you know, get out of the way, we got to play. He's a
0: big dude. His yeah. arm goes high. So, yeah, his arm popped, and he's like, move. Yeah, no, he might It'll get It'll be fine. a whopper. It'll I, be a
1: whopper of a fun.
0: Nah, Probably because it's Ishbe. He just shouldn't have. Yeah. If, if it was any other fun, you kick the fan out. Nicola did nothing wrong. You remind the fans. The ball gets into the court. You give it right back to somebody in a uniform or a referee immediately.
1: He should have been tossed for holding the ball.
0: He was. He was affecting the game. And Nicola I love Nicola's post game too, because he was like, uh, do you think you're going to get suspended? He goes, for what? Like He looks furious. He goes, I don't care who that was. The dude was, we had a guy on the ground. And I'm like, he, he's 100% right. It was weird to watch. I thought he was going to get kicked out before I knew it was Ishbia. I'm like, oh, he's kicked out because, you know, first sight it looks like he just goes and shoves a dude. Yeah. Not even close. You know, the review was pretty accurate. You get a technical foul for acting up over there and, that's about it. That's over. To me, that's all over. No fine, no suspension, nothing. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think Ishbia really did anything wrong. He should have given the ball back. But I wonder if ishbia has got a sad card. I mean, well, he should. he that was acting. And look, like, I admire it. He tried his best, man. I love that, you know. Oh, absolutely. I love that that happened. I thought Ishbia was awesome in a whole thing. But I'm again. Watching the replays, you're like, whoa, man. Yeah, like, Jesus, a- all right. Yeah, you, you, you should get a penalty for faking the penalty. <laughs> It was embarrassing.
1: Like, did he shove Paul Simon?
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> a tiny dude. But, yeah, it was uh, I, I – I, I don't even want to hear it from Suns fans about how Nicola did so much wrong. No, he didn't. And if it was one of our – and I always say that. If it was one of our guys, if that's KD over there, it would be like, the guy was holding the ball. You got it. You, we'd, we'd be all over at the opposite direction. So. There's one
1: person you couldn't use on our team.
0: Aiden. Aiden, yeah, Aiden would have lost yeah. the ball and probably got knocked down by the fan. All Aiden ate of him. Could I have your seat? We have begun calling him Dominatrix. We just think that he's, he'd be better off. Me and my, my friend Mark came up with that one. I love Dominatrix. We just get him some leather, a butt plug, some tassels on his nipples, and send him out there to get you know pushed around or beaten by the opponent because evidently he's into Dominatrix. Watch some excellent play. Oh, he's great at yeah. He cucks. He cucks the game. He occasionally gets knocked or he, he gets pushed around like a like a cuck would. Uh, Dominatrix is uh, unnecessary. Jock Landale matched him. It's sad when you got a match player for 33 million dollars that when he's out of the game there is zero fall off. There nothing changes when he leaves. It's the, it's actually a little bit better. So that dude has played his way out of town. But oh, it was so much fun. And then U Fest on Saturday, which was just great. I I fell in love with the warning. They were phenomenal. Yeah. No stage, no, you know, they didn't get the pyro, they don't have any lighting. It was daytime. They just went out and played their songs. Those girls are ready to blow up that was phenomenal and then nothing more came out and just they're awesome we had some great bands I Prevail kind of won me over a little bit I'm not a huge fan but I watched them I'm like all right, these guys they're very heavily tracked it's like listening to a radio uh, edit of a live concert it was was all I appreciate that
1: on the sound Side well you can appreciate button. it
0: but they're putting out no effort when they've got that much track going i mean it, a little bit's one thing right their whole vocal setup if, if you like that just go to a um an album or cd release and let them play it yeah. for you because for them to run around and act like they were doing a ton was crazy
1: or if someone can interview them in between songs oh yeah so say, you, what, what were you thinking from?
0: right here what were you thinking about <laughs> this part I was hoping somebody do another would another play f- on the computer. Yeah, 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 I just needed play to be touched on the computer, and we felt really good. You going to do another song for us? Yeah, yeah you know what? Yeah. Yeah, it was like American Bandstand. Yeah. When you watch somebody poorly lip sync. They, they sang it, but oof. Mr. Booty even said, because she
2: she was, I was back there interviewing with Fitz, so I didn't catch everybody, but she went out for every band, and she's like, you know, this U-Fest, there was not one that you could say, they weren't that good. They were oh, okay. Everybody. everybody killed it from the black
0: moods on oh, up. Yeah, we didn't have a bad minute. It was an awesome show. Stayed through the whole thing. Godsmack. Uh, goes out there, and they're just being Godsmack, doing what they yeah. do, pleasing the crowd, you know, knocking them out. Uh, everything, Warmed them
1: up with ev- the pyro. Everything you've always oh, wanted. Yeah. Boy,
0: that pyro was hot. Oh. Was. I felt that for a while. I'm with Doug Hopkins hanging out there, uh, just, a, and a couple of people who listen were sitting by me, and we're all kind of standing in the mess. And uh, Doug's Doug's friend, uh, I guess it was, uh, I don't know, his niece and nephew, Ashley, and I forgot the nephew's name, were standing with us. And Ashley was very short, She's bouncing around having the time. She's, she works with Doug, too. And she's bouncing around having fun. And uh, I'm like, you can't see, can you? And she said, not really. And I'm like, well, scoot ahead of me here. She goes, no, I'm good. I'm right like, all right. So she's going and bouncing. I see her kind of looking around. And I'm, and I'm like, all right, this is embarrassing because she's jumping to try to see if she's that short. And I put jokingly put my hands down, like step into my hand, and I'll lift you up in the air. And you can see for a second. I I told her cousin, like, help me out here. Evidently, he didn't hear me. So a second later, and I've been reliving this every five minutes since this happened. I picked her up thinking that there was balance on the other side. And I just grabbed with one hand and lifted her and kind of placed her up in the air. Luckily, she's got cheerleader strength because there was nobody. I, 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 everything should have happened where I just flipped her over. Like, there, there's no reason for me to get her where I had her. And I'm just pushing up in the air because she was so light. I had her up pretty in high. The, in the tripod, in the stand. No one was on the other side. And I looked over. And when, once I realized it, my arm was like, we can't do this. And it starts to just fall. I'm like, oh, my God. It, like, I almost killed this girl, thinking that someone else was helping me. And that's so why I just kind of held on for dear life while she was in there. And she's still having the time of her life. And I'm like, you don't realize how close you were to this weak arm dropping you, tossing you into the earth. I, I had superhuman strength, thinking that her cousin
1: helped it. her out. And I'm like, what's going on over there? I mean, I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I think he's... I pressed He's trying her. to impress people with yeah. his strength. <laughs> it and was. He, I impressed it, only me. And you lasted longer than you. Th- oh, maybe thing like it seconds. was all
0: adrenaline at that point because I was almost
1: going to cry. It was about Forty. 40 I, held her for, I,
0: I I I literally. I'm not kidding. Almost started man crying. I almost because I swear to God I thought someone else was was helping me, and I only had her left foot. And I'm she's, like, he's
1: got to be hammered. <laughs> he stood in These, one hand. Hips hands. are going, this
0: is going to get ugly. I looked at Joy standing next to her, and I'm like, you want up on the other side? Just thinking that I had balance. I look over. She's precariously teetering on like a needle, a pinhead, which is my hand. And she's standing with enough balance that I didn't feel it. And then once I looked up and realized it, all the weight of the world crashed down on this arm.
1: I'm like, I don't have this strength. It, it was, was all mental. What are you Hilarious. doing? Well, I'm like, oh, he's helping. He's putting her up on her shoulder so uh-uh. she can see. Nope. Like, that's nice. I just press her. Look at Atlas.
0: <laughs> and I didn't. It was horrifying.
1: What are you doing? You haven't seen how this movie
2: ended? My yeah. boy Craig, you could have called him. He would have helped <laughs> exactly. you out. Wait, wait for you a broken broke broken arm, dude. I know. That. Yeah.
0: You get off. By, I don't know how to lift someone up like that. It was a cheerleader lift. She must have been a cheerleader because she stayed so balanced and so comfortable in my hand. And. Look, I put no effort into it. She was little.
1: Both could have been in survival mode.
0: Horrifying. (laughs) To Ashley, I apologize. I could have. So I look back and I see her cousin who's got a beer, and everything kind of dawned on me like, you're the only thing keeping her head off the cement right now. And I didn't know how to bring her back down. I'm holding the foot. It looked like a good dismount. Oh, no, I dropped her. (laughs) I I literally put both hands out, and then just slid my hand off her foot and let her fall into my arm. Um, And she still was like, that was great. I'm like, you didn't realize how you have no idea how dangerous that It reminds me of this time I took this girl named Heath. This is years ago. Before the airport, before 9-11, before uh, Bin Laden ruined everything, you could go to the airport and like Wayne's World, the planes, watch them coming in and out. And this girl, Heath, was pretty cute. And me and my friend AJ, you know AJ, we yeah. took these girls, to it, and we'll go to the airport, and we'll grab food in the food court, and then we'll go watch planes. So we're in the parking garage. It's nighttime, the planes, it's kind of, I don't know if it's romantic or weird, and, uh, and so we're on the, the third level of the parking garage. And she leans over the edge. And I thought that we were on the side that had, in the old airport, had this grassy drop-off. So I grabbed her ankles and I hung her out the side. Then I brought her back in and just laughed. She's in tears immediately, screaming at the top of her lungs. I'm like, what happened? I look over the edge, straight to the road. Three floors, three stories. <laughs> I-, I held that girl 33 feet over the... Over the straight drop. And I mean, just barely hanging on. I, Pulled her back in. It was the, and, and then again, the same feeling I had the other night. These weird tears like start to well about midway through my face. Like, don't cry in public. Don't cry in public. She's <laughs> white as a ghost, scared to death. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened. I had to play it cool. Like, I knew. Don't worry. I had you. I almost let her go, thinking she'd slide down the grass. There was no grass. It was on the other side. I got confused as to which side we were on. Oops. I almost threw her right down into the road. Oh, I'd still be in jail, and actually, right now I'd be getting out. My, my involuntary twenty-five years, I'd be just now getting out. I'd probably have uh, weird tattoos. And it,
1: yeah, so that kind of happened again.
0: I don't think it was as bad on Saturday as it was when I almost dumped that girl out the airport window. But
1: you don't know that necessarily because oh. she could survive it, and you could be sitting in some sweet seats at the Suns game. Yeah, I might have married, married her after each right. Like you a wheel her in. <laughs>
0: I didn't do anything with her, and she was bipedal. You start throwing her out the window and roll her around. Maybe I take a shot, but I don't think she'd want to be around me that much more. This, this the guy that dropped me out of windows. Yeah, now we're married, aren't we, honey? That's great. Yeah, I busted her spine in like eight spots. Yeah, I, I, so to Ashley, I apologize. Uh, you might have thought that someone underneath you was under control. I had no idea. No one else was helping me. And it was superhuman strength. It all goes to show it's all mental. When I mean, you look at it. I'm like, that was nothing. She popped her right in the air. But, oh, my sweet Jesus, that could have been bad. So bad. And she still, like, just went through the whole night. I was shaking. Had the chills afterwards because, you know, like you said, like you just had a little boost from yeah. a buddy. You went ass over tea kettle from the top because once that balance is gone,
3: there's oh, no done. break in that yeah, fall. It, it's I had her straight up
0: in the air. Break your wrist. I looked over at Brady. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. And that's when I looked over and I'm like, I am holding a girl alone. This is bad. Horrified. So it was a uh, quite a quite a night. But you fest went off without a hitch. No deaths as far as I know, at least at the show. I don't know if any of you guys killed each other afterwards. That's fine. Yeah, it's not, not our responsibility exactly. anymore. You know, once you guys bailed out of there, that's on you. But uh, it was fun. Great time. Hopkins turns to me in the middle of the thing and he goes, I'm old. How much longer is this? Like, just when they're done, they're done. You stay here. <laughs> He's a year older than me, but he started, you know, he was done. He was all done.
2: We gotten a couple emails over the weekend thanking us for the, talking about the warning and stuff like that. I tell you, was, man,
0: they killed it. Killed it. And we tried to get him back for your, uh, you were interviewing everybody. Who's the best interview on Saturday? You had everybody except Godsmack. And they were all,
2: I mean, to be honest, they were all good. I mean, I'm not not even just saying that from, from start to finish. We didn't interview Godsmack, Sully so uh, was a little busy apparently.
0: So we pulled walking
2: a, by ten times. He big timed you, yeah, big time. So we were going to bring the warning back out after their set because you came over. and You are like, I'm going to meet him. You know, yeah. so we're like, all right, let, let's do it. But apparently they were they were showering at the
0: time.
1: We should have interviewed uh, them
0: right then and there.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll
0: do
2: that. Right interview. When they
1: came off stage,
0: pop in there and interviewed them. That would have been great. No. Oh, we don't mind us shower. Well, it's moisture. We're fine with that.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody was great, to be honest. I yeah. mean, it's not one I can just, it's not the typical radio thing. Everybody was great. No, right. they were all, everybody was cool except and open. Except God's man. Yeah. So except, he just yeah. did
0: not want to participate no. in the interview. And he and, walked
2: by us like 10 times because we were right there by the backstage door.
0: Yeah. He was yeah. walking to
2: catering and this and that. And He had to have his own dressing room, too. Was oh, that right? Oh, you didn't see that? No. no. I didn't yeah. see any of
0: the dressing rooms. I That's, didn't see any of the backstage When we were room. walking oh, by,
2: bus. the Grey Days yeah. and uh, the Black Moods had a sheriff's dressing room. I saw that. Room. That's because Sully had his own dressing room at the end. It was Godsmack's dressing room over here, and then Sully earned his uh, dressing room over no here. No kidding. Yeah. yeah, he had his own.
0: It does feel like he's, like, Sully featuring Godsmack. That's what it seems like it is now. Yeah, it's uh, it's his band, and then the guys just kind of live in his world. Mm-hmm. Even on stage, like, this is the Sully show with his friends. Yeah. It, it, it was very, and they're good, but it was, I felt like it was very Sully heavy. Oh, big time. Yeah. The bass player didn't get any, like, moments. And the other guitar player... Didn't seem
1: like it b- bothered them either. No, nah,
0: they're just collecting. But, you know, I mean, look, they're playing to, you know, 12, 15,000 people, having you a good time. got two bond. session
1: guys. Right.
0: Drummer's nice, good. Drummer's yeah. fantastic. Jenna Sully's Martin's better. Awesome,
1: yeah. Sully will show you. On the bongos, you, you, nobody beats Sully. You think our drummer's
0: good? <laughs> Watch this. Get me a drum set, too. And it was a neat drum thing, but I'm like, Jesus, man, you just got done... The guitar player was playing a solo at one point, and Sully ran over with his guitar and started to match it. And I'm like, all right, it's neat. We get it, dude. You're good at this. Sully's like Ricky
2: Ricardo. He jumps up there up front, and then he's got to go back and play his drums and come back. <laughs> yeah. and-
0: look at me over here. Don't look at him. He's, he's playing guitar. But look, I've got bongos now. They're good, though. They're, they are. Yeah. They're, just a, they're kind of a paint by numbers. This is what rock and roll looks like, yep. band. But they crush it.
2: This is what you get, yeah. and uh, they you know good. what you're going to get going in. Yeah,
0: they were really good. The, uh, there was a guy, uh, I was in the bathroom. For some reason, there was a lot of chitter-chatter in the bathroom. Dudes were chatting. Uh, our own uh, promotion superstar, John Vela, was in there. And oh, I'm always man. nervous when Vela has his genitals out because all of it's contagious. You never know what's going to leap off of you him. pacing aids. So, yeah, I, I don't want that pacing aids. Yeah. He's from pacing. So I stu- two urinals from him, and then a little guy in between us, uh, you know, goes to the middle urinal, and we're, we're, somebody says, how about this weather? And I'm like, we're peeing. Everybody's shush. This is like being at the movies. We don't talk. That weather's amazing. What a great show we have today. It's a great show, great weather. And I'm like, all right. We're all talking about the weather and peeing. I love you all. Now be quiet. And everybody starts laughing. And then I look over, and I see that the guy in the middle has a little tiny, uh, like, uh, St. Patrick's Day green beret. And we're washing our oh, hands, and I looked at him. And I'm like, I'm going to take a chance here. Sorry about your Bruins. Yeah, it was it was rough. And I'm like, yeah, I had a feeling you were Boston Irish. There was something <laughs> about you that screamed it. He did look... Right Sully so was pissing next to you? The yeah, it was trial. Sully. It was Sully in his little hat. But, yeah, you get that little green hat and you're five foot 6 You're like, mm, Bruins fan, Boston Irish. I can see it in your eyes. It was pretty great. But, yeah, the show was remarkably good, and the fans were amazing. And the, and the lady that won, the uh, Becca, won $5,000 from Doug Hopkins right there on our stage. She was Gave up thrilled. his money, huh? Doug finally, it's yeah. twice, it's two years in a row. Doug Ooh. had a good idea because uh, he said, next year, let's get that thing, that, that T-shirt cannon. That the gorilla shoots at Suns games, and one T-shirt will have five thousand bucks in, like a, like a golden ticket, and we'll just you're gonna have some. Oh, depth. That's what I said. Everybody Death will fight each other. Yeah. But again, if it's like hundreds of T-shirts, the one person that has the thing, if you've got it, come claim it at the KUPD booth. I think everybody's pretty cool. I don't think they're gonna beat them up for that. Like you've got it already. You've got to unwrap it, unravel it to find the gold. There's some
1: scraps. Even there's some the free. It's, it's look.
0: There's. So, I'm. I'm at the Suns games all the time. Give it to the kid. They do a little. They do <laughs> a little golden T-shirt thing. Yeah. And you know the guy who catches it. There's usually a scramble, and the guy who gets it, you're like, all right, nice job. And then you have to unwrap it to find out if you got the golden shirt. At that point, the fight's over. If somebody fights you right then, other people are going to beat them up. Most people, ninety percent of people, are decent when it comes to that. I don't think that would be a fist fight. Uh, oh, you anybody. put
1: five grand on that?
0: No, I don't think so. I'd love
1: to watch it.
0: I don't think so. Because people, we've given tons of money away before in certain things, and you think that that person's in peril as they leave. You know, the the Easter kegs, you know. We've had a couple people scrap, or but not really fight. They just kind of fall down, or I found it first. Or You know, for the most part, people like get it. Like, okay, you won. There's sportsmanship 90% of the time. Well, I, I think did, we could get away with it.
2: Five G's. I mean, I, we were we were uh, on the air, and Fitz comes back from the bathroom. And goes, Jesus! I'm like, what's going on? He goes, some guy starts. I got my crank in my hand, and this guy starts talking to me about uh, you know Doug's five thousand dollars and stuff. I'm like, you know, just tell me you give him five, and
0: <laughs> here's five bucks to stop yeah. talking to me while we're peeing. That's got to end, dudes. We got to stop talking. And to Everybody each was other. about that. Yeah, But, yeah, five grand out there. It was a good show. Good night. A great weekend all the way around. Well, I was in that
1: bathroom for a half hour.
0: Oh, I just started talking. Oh you yeah, know, you were chattering ch- yeah. away. <laughs> was ChatGPT there? You guys are all pals now, so I figured maybe <laughs> yes, if you bring him as guests.
1: He didn't show up. It Game was, was fun. Ticket.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, they had to. <laughs> they were there. Uh, and then I talked to um, Sexual Harassment Susan was there, and she's catching I, the, everybody that uh, figured out. Uh, for some reason, Sexual Harassment Susan, our boss has become a character people love not only in this building but a few of the listeners that came over when I first got there I'm sitting with Trip, sexual harassment Susan Moynihan uh, Dave Har, and uh, I think David Morriston we're all at the table and uh, a guy the cowboy came over oh yeah, yeah and he's like hey Holmberg I want to talk to you about the Mormon church I'm like "Ah, I get it because the people are at my house the other day and uh and he said, uh, "Is that Trip?" And I'm like, "That's Trip. That's the boss." And I said, that's, uh, "And that's Susan. She's like, the sexual harassment lady." And I'm like, "Yes, that's exactly." Did you
1: hear that? And all she said was, "Nice dick."
2: <laughs> you know, that could have been my sully. Didn't come out for an interview because oh, she was be. hanging out with us. Her that and Trip were sitting on the couch for a while.
0: I like him a little. <laughs> Like Susan, stop it! You're intimidating the the little Irish. He's gonna put him in his pocket. I'm gonna put you inside of my pocket. Mm. <laughs> that almost got really bad. Sexual <laughs> harassment, Susan, stop! And then she said, "I don't want, I don't want you doing that anymore." And I'm like, "Well, sexual harassment, Susan, you have to come on the show and ask me to stop." I have to come on the show and do it. Yes, and apologize. I'm not doing that. It's not happening. <laughs> So sexual harassment, Susan, what's up? It's our turn. I didn't say that. And then everybody at the table was like, no, 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 we heard you say, okay, I said that. <laughs> but all the other stuff, I didn't do the inspections. <laughs> yes, huh? Of those cops you did. It was great. It was a fun, we had a fun group of people. It's a fun, fun gaggle of idiots we work with.
2: Larry had everything dialed in. Boy, to Larry and Ben. Tea. Give Ben, yes, ben that both too. Both of them,
0: yes, absolutely. Our crew was unreal, so it was. it's a smooth machine.
1: Speaking of the police, the Phoenix police out there yep. doing the security for the show. Uh, I knew one of them, and then uh, the other three or four cops that were there, one of them worked with Rico Blaze. Nice. Oh, yeah,
0: Bernie was asking about Rico oh, Blaze. Well, yeah, he was out there working with the Blaze, which I love. I almost said that to that kid that asked me to interview. You are going to do the interview with him? I'm like, what's your name? And it crossed my mind I go, Rico Blaze. Say Rico Blaze. You should. John. Damn it. I didn't. I was in a hurry to get out of there. And drinking and goofing around. I want to go to bed. It was early still. It was awesome. Great night. Sun's tied up 2 2. Now it's best of three. Uh, UFest uh, out the door. Looking forward to the next event. It's just uh, fun. Perfect weather. Like, just amazing. Although everybody did complain, and I didn't get stuck in this, that the George Strait and UFest concert crowd intermingled about 11 30, 12. If you waited at all to get out of the parking lot...
1: Because they were coming out of Glendale? Yeah, they oh, came out of the
0: man. stadium, and George Strait started to roll out. And Just missed. There were a lot of people on the freeway. I'm like, this is crazy for, you know, a 12,000, 13,000. I'm like, oh, yeah, the other thing's probably broken free, too. And people leaving a George Strait concert... Was
1: it George Strait or Chris Stapleton? No, it was Stapleton it was and George Strait. Oh, it, it was, was both, okay. yeah.
0: But if you're leaving a George Strait concert... You went in with a 90 IQ, you came out with a 78. So I don't want you, I mean, you're dumber than you were before. Get off the road. Listening to that incredibly slow man sing incredibly dumb songs.
1: Plus the high volume of bro dozers coming oh, up. Man,
0: oh, yeah! that's true. Oh, yeah. No, the mix of the two. And I mean dumb. George Strait fans are the dumbest of the dumb. Hey, there I'm George Strait. Are you cross-eyed a little bit or is it me? Remember that pure country? I didn't move it, pure country. Here's the thing about that movie: the leading lady isn't going to get a kiss from me because that would make my wife mad. I'm like, hey, idiot! It's acting. You're doing a movie. You dumbass! You want to be an actor? You got to act. Yeah, my wife will think it's not real. Kiss the lady. I can't kiss the woman I'm supposed to love and create a love story in "Move movie Pure Country." He's I ain't going on
1: until you press my jeans. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I heard that uh, during the George Strait show, the stadium's lights even got a little dimmer. Everybody in there dims. It's just a dumb night. The whole show, should... like the stadium's everything it can do to, to stay smart enough. If you, your phone gets dumb, it just goes back to a like a rotary. It's the, no more smart anything in a George Strait show. I'm George Strait. All right, uncross the right one.
1: They forget everything. Everything's just a whatchamacallit.
0: call it. Yeah, <laughs> A hoochamadoon, or what you ma call it? I mean, what's he playing? What is that called? I believe this is called a guitar, George. Oh, uh, hit, hit it or something. <laughs> idiots! No, yeah. not your wife. No, 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 no. Get your hand over. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was worried. I'm like, I got out of there. I'm like, oh Jesus, we're mixing with George Strait drivers after a George Strait show. That's like, that's like giving the keys to. All the drivers' ed cars to the special ed class. It's the worst idea ever.
1: I did see one smart couple uh, in the afternoon. That's where they were heading. Had to have the been. George Strait. Yeah, I'll give you Chris Stapleton because okay. the guy had the cowboy hat on. They're walking out of their house, and his date decked out in the country wear and getting in the limo,
0: wearing the costume and everything. Well, at least they had a guy in a limo who wasn't yeah. going to go in and get dumb. They had a he kept his IQ together
1: they got out of there. If
0: you left at Stapleton, that's fine. But then dumb day starts and you're oof, you got 2 hours of just getting stupider and stupider. Hey 3 4. Bang bang bang. Oh, do I hate the George Strait. Pure country. I want to see that in the theater. The girl I was cried. Oh, cry? I cried because I wanted my money back and my IQ to get high again. How bad again? did you want to get laid? That I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: Look,
2: Pure It's country. been a while.
0: No, it hadn't. And through, well, it's, well, it's let me worse. tell you this. Here, through life experience, you learn that you hate country music. I didn't know how much I hated it yet. Pretty sure I didn't like it. Pure Country was one of the first things that went, this is for remedial math users. These are people who struggle to balance a checkbook. Or, you know, have any oral hygiene whatsoever. I'm sitting in Mesa, and uh, the girl I was hanging out with liked George Strait. He's so cute. I'm like, is? All ah, right, whatever. So we're sitting there, I'm watching this drivel. I'm like, this is, this is, I'd rather see Grover go up and go, today's brought to you by A. Like, I would have at least learned something. Just stealing your intelligence. Sucking the energy. Sucking out. the energy. Everything you've ever learned <laughs> is starting it's to fall out of It's sucking life and smart and, like, math and history. It's just sucking out every ounce of information you've ever learned. After George Strait reads and then so like opens an encyclopedia, those pages disappear. It, it just sucks education away. He goes by schools, and they just vanish. Oh, no education here. And I watched that movie, and I looked at it, and I'm like, this will never happen. Work. I don't even want to have sex with you anymore. <laughs> I didn't either. We saw Pure Country. And I can drop two letters from that and rename that movie, and it would be accurate.
1: I don't know. There's, you know, one good thing is people coming out of there with a full-time job at 14. I mean, <laughs> There's truth to you know. that,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Well, because they've maximized... Their education level. Their, their, all their you Peter need. Principal hit. They've hit their ceiling. 14's as high as it gets. Then they listen to more and more country and they drop from an eighth grade education back to country music listener. Oof, that stuff will dumb you fast. And I know. I look at our audience too. There's some dummies out there, but it doesn't compare to country music. Oof. 40,000 <laughs> strong, getting dumber by the second is Dumb juice flies out of George Strait's mouth into your ears, and then you have the nerve to try to drive on our freeways. Good lord! Horrifying.
1: They have a never never uh, leave a fan behind program in country music.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) they can't. Yeah, they have to stay till the next day. Well, they've been left in fourth grade, right? Yeah, because but the Gompers bus can only take so many people. So forty thousand rides was hard. A lot of people still standing out there going, When the bus coming back, George going to come out for a (laughs) meaty-greedy? Hi, George. Are you meaty greedy in us? I'm George Drake. We know. I better get out of here. Oh, they're dumb. Get your Polaroid! Luckily, we didn't have too much uh, terrible accident. One terrible accident uh, in the middle of the night on Saturday to Sunday. Just horrible. Uh, Wrong-way driver again. I'm so convinced it's allergy, man. Uh, it's 6.17. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. That's a good one. And we will scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! All right. Thank you, Alliance. Lovely work. Uh, it's 641 here in the morning sickness, and uh, off we go. Um it's perfect again. This whole week's going to be amazing. Ridiculous weather we've been uh, experiencing, and let's just hope it lasts forever. Won't. As long as we can push it, let's push it. And then just get our 100-degree November out of the way, because we're due for that if all this late stuff's happening. I'm happy with that. Weather was amazing. Saturday night was so nice. God, it was great just standing outside and realizing you're outside. It was just awesome. Everything about it was great. Friday night at the Suns game, I was, uh, oh, and we gotta, I got to give props where props are due. Dominatrix still stunk last night. Uh, but if anybody was at the game, you didn't see this on TV, but at the game, if you I, I, someone has to have this on video because it's the most embarrassing uh, flex of all time. But at the end of the game, when the Suns won it, and the uh, buzzer went off and Morata does The Suns win! Blah, 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 over the Nuggets as a score. Uh, DeAndre Ayton went out to about the top of the, I guess, the circle around the key. And he just goes out and for the crowd gives a flex. Like a big, like, like a dominating flex. This dude is oblivious. His mother told him... He was great at everything and never listened to anyone else. And by the way, I have people who know. He now has, uh, um, this is a fact, try it. Anything you say that is not nice to him on his social media is deleted almost immediately. It's a South Park episode where they hired Butters to get rid of all the bad comments. So he never sees them. He only hears praise. He only knows praise. And I don't understand how he flexed last night with his eight points and his eight rebounds. But he went out after the game was over like he had something to do with it. And just threw a big AJ. wrestling. Yeah, he, he wrestled Flex. It was terrible. If anybody should have done it, it was that miserable Landry Shamit who should have been out there. Look, I, the problem with what happened last night was Landry Shamit has now got expectations on his shoulders. <laughs> He's got 19 points Set last the night. Bar. I'm like, oh, no. They're going to trust him even more. Now, keep in mind, I've been to every home playoff game, save for one, and watched all the road playoff games. In that time, Landry Shammott has outscored me 7 to nothing. until last night. Again, every minute of every game I have participated in, he's outscored me by 7. i either watching TV or sitting 15 rows back, almost keeping up with his output. Last night he throws 19 on the board, does a good job on defense, and I'm like, oh, no, Landry Shammott is going to be trusted now. That scares me. Sons have some stuff. Friday night, I'm at the game, and uh, an older fella next to me is there. And then when the game was about over, uh, this uh, black couple was leaving our row, Nuggets fans. And everybody's nice and stuff. Nobody's being or right? And he comes by, and he goes, all right, excuse me, G. Excuse me, G. And this old guy that's two seats over, and, pardon me, G. What? And I'm like, oh, that didn't go over well, whatever that was. And then he says to me, I'm like, we'll get you, we'll get you next time. And I'm like, all right. And they say, all right, have a good night, a good night G. And he leans to me and he goes, does he know you? The old guy. I'm like, no. And then it was that moment of, you know, elderly discomfort. There we go. How come they call each other G all the time? Oh, my dad was at the game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, look, Mr. Vesley." <laughs> and I realized, I don't know. My answer was the worst you could give, which was this. Boys in the hood. <laughs> that's what I said back to that. I pulled a full Brady and just said the first thing I thought of. No real reason behind it. I don't
1: know. The it's you? short for gentleman.
0: Yeah, that's that was that's a very possible. Excuse me, G. But I, the old man did not like that guy calling him G. I think he thought it might be an insult, like grandpa or something. Why do they call each other that? Boys in the hood. I have no idea.
1: Do you? We're all gangsters. Oh. Is it gangster, Furious Styles, think it, or something? I think it's guy or gentleman. I guy. don't think that's accurate. Excuse me, guy. <laughs> On me, guy.
0: You're like really polite Canadians, and they just they hipped it up because gangsta
1: means guy, huh? Gangsta's another person, another oh, yeah, gangster
0: is another person. Oh yeah, gangster is like, yeah. Gangster doesn't mean guy; it can be interchangeable. But it's yeah, not like you don't like a gangster. Yeah, okay. I thought <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? I don't know. I don't think guy is something. The, uh, here's on slang.net. The slang term stands for gangster, which that's what I thought. Teenage posers think they're really cool. Stems from OG. Appears in many raps. Now, I thought it was from the OG, original yeah. gangster. But why would you say that to a man in his 70s? Pardon me, gangster. Like, it's it's insulting. It's Well, you
1: know, G is a lot nicer than gangster.
0: But if it means gangster, what's the difference?
1: Just nicer. Okay, so is saying N,
0: but you're not going to say it to him. I mean, there's nice ways to say the first letter of a word. We've made that clear with the news that you can say N, but if you say the bomb, it's but it means the exact same thing. Watch Louis C.K. special about like how the N-word is making you the racist because it makes your brain say the word. Yeah. And then he said the N-word, and then your brain goes, Uh, "Uh uh-oh, I said it. In my head. You made me the bad guy. Excuse me, desolate one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I didn't know. And I assumed gangster, but then I'm like, why would you say, pardon me, gangster, to some old man? We're not all gangsters. I think that should be uh, uh, disseminated a little less freely. Yeah, but I think I mean, it's almost
1: know. a uh, it's a compliment. to if you're being called a gangster Not if everybody
0: hears like, cool, it cool, I'm a gangster I right, guess like, But if everybody's a G Including ladies And anybody who just It's an abuse of it, a gangster It's abuse It's abuse of G And I just said boys in the hood I don't think I was wrong What up, G? That's the I mean, that's where I That's where I first, like, learned, like How to use it properly What up, G? For a while, their B was in the mix What up, B? I never understood that one I had a I did what was oh, it? because your name's Brady. Mr. Urban. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, Brady was in it. He was helpful in the meetings at the uh, what to what to you know shorten. He
2: I think it's, it's like gangster.
1: What does B mean? It means Brady. No, is that right? Yeah, okay. Oh, Brady B. B. Everybody's Brady.
2: B is an affectionate term for a loved one. Like boo. It's oftentimes used to address a homie, your girl, or your moms. <laughs> that's what, what it B. says too. And that's on dictionary.com. Uh your mom's. <laughs> B swear.
0: is your mom's?
1: Uh, yeah. So there's been dudes who what love. up? B
0: to me, where he's like, you're well, my boo or but my could mother. Be your
1: homie, too, though. That came from Bunny.
0: We need to have different affects on our voice for this conversation. All right, let's talk about some more urban entities. <laughs> B, I've been called that several times. It means I'm your boo or your mother. We should have uh, Furious Styles in to do yeah. uh, do some. Uh, I know. I think that used to be a segment on uh, the station years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> People just try to spell words. You want to be a good bee, huh, Trey?
1: <laughs>
0: Give me the motherf gun, G. Anyway, I didn't know what it was either, but the old man didn't like it. That's what, for them, Cronshaw
2: mafia yeah. <laughs> mother.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, your little friend got shot. My heart goes out to his mother and his family. But you're my son. You're my problem, B. <laughs> you a bad man now. You a gangster now, G? Yeah, the old man didn't take to it. And I have no idea. So I guess I went, I was right, but I didn't want to say out loud what it was. Because if I was wrong, there would have been somebody nearby going, what are you talking about? G means that. I'm like, I don't know. Boys in the hood. Safe answer.
1: He called you a gargoyle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe that guy's got a different meaning. Ask the dude in the Nuggets jersey. I don't know. (laughs) He's got an Allen Iverson's Nugget jersey, too. That was a discount he found years later. He hasn't upgraded his jersey for a while. Come on. That's absurd anyway uh, it's a good it was a good weekend all the way through unless you're the uh, unless you're the announcer for the Oakland days <laughs> oh boy was that a rough one to watch the uh, his name is uh Glenn, was it
1: or was it uh, Glenn you Kuiper know.
0: <laughs> yeah it was rough oh. that was rough to watch didn't help that he had Yukon Cornelius sitting next to him looking like the race. looked yeah, look, yeah it looked like a dude in a Confederate <laughs> Army outfit. No, this is... Oh, that's something else. Is.
1: Skeet, skeet, skeet.
0: Oh, I don't know what that guy was, but it looked like every sepia picture of a Confederate soldier sitting next to Glenn Kuiper. And if you haven't seen it yet, we can't replay it. You can't even goof with it. He meant to say, we had a great time here. I believe Kansas City is where they were. Yeah. We visited the Negro League Museum. <laughs> but Negro came out in a totally different way. In a G-form. In a very G-way. <laughs> and not in a B-way at all. There was no loved one involved. It was uh, uncomfortable. And instead and he of... Didn't miss a B. Yeah, he just kept going. And then he mentioned barbecue. And I'm like, oh, strike two!
1: He's going down big. Meanwhile, the Irish uh, husky is... Uh, Whatever that that Confederate... Whacking, whacking term. You see his hand gesture?
0: Oh, yeah. No, the, the soldier was just out of place. I don't know who that guy is. But his uh, broadcast partner is the, uh, it, yeah, he was a Confederate soldier in a weird little Irish hat. I, I don't understand what happened there, but he said it. And somewhere Tom Brenneman lost his mind. Come on, I got fired in the middle of the game for something like that. Dude suspended. He's never coming back. And the argument is valid. Like, it's I'm a white guy. the And, in fact, the president of the, I got to be careful, Negro League uh, Museum actually tweeted out, I know him. Glenn Kuyper's a good dude. He was legitimately happy to see the museum. We gave him the tour. I'm into second chances. I think it was a legitimate slip, even though it was awful. There were other people like, I I can't remember who the other guy was, but he was a a high-up ranking official with the, the museum, and he's like, no, no, no. He said, that it, It's a terrible thing that happened with this I don't think he met. 31 years of broadcasting, down the drain, the career is over. As a white guy, I can say with all honesty, it sounded to me an awful lot like he and Yukon Cornelius called it that. And then it came out. Yeah, like to me, like they
1: it, could have been. It, it,
0: they've like, been saying, "You want to go to the <laughs> league museum this weekend?" Yeah. Just do back and forth. That, and I, look, I can speak for the whites. We're, we're we lot of lot of folks say it, and uh, it sounded to me an awful lot like that's what they've been calling it, kind of behind closed doors, and then it came out on the air. It didn't come out like, like the way my grandma used to say "negro." She said "negra." And it was horrible. It sounded horrible. I hated it. I hated when she'd say that, when she would say somebody on TV was a Negro. I'm like, will you stop and just say black, please? Uh, John, when I grew up, they didn't want to be called that. They wanted to be called Negro. I'm like, no, nobody wanted that. They wanted Negro when you grew up, and you added an A and made it worse. And she'd say it, and she was the kindest-hearted person in the world, and she thought she was doing it right. But, man, did it sound bad. Yeah, oh, every time she said, I'm like, All right, enough, we can't take you to the Safeway anymore. John, if you know me, I have uh, no problems with the Negress. I'm like, stop that. They're going to have a problem with you and me if you keep saying that. But this dude, to me, it sounded like Glenn Kuiper and his buddy have joked back and forth, and that's what they've called it. And it came out.
1: And I think the bigger problem, I mean, people... The uh, initial thought well he said that like not missing a beat that means it's part of his it sounded
0: inaccurate. like it's part of it yeah it didn't it it's, you can't
1: help but think that thats
0: it's like, pretty uh, you know I don't want to parry Mason this thing and close the case right yeah. away but I'm pretty sure that dude said that a few times is like a <clears throat> you know, a shock value boomer to him and Yukon Cornelius sitting there but boy oh boy suspended now and I you know if it was a legitimate slip-up, what an unfortunate legitimate slip-up. Well, you can't come back from it. You just can't. It's over. Especially when you're trying to throw the praise out to that museum, which I hear is but amazing. But say,
1: it's the money involved.
0: Well, this one's a little different.
1: No one's come out yet. It is different. It should be done. Yeah. But usually you hear from... You know your advertisers, your sponsors, and like you got to get rid of this guy.
0: Yeah, it's the A's though. I don't even know if they have. Any Meanwhile, Budweiser's <laughs> like, yeah, go
2: get him, yeah, yeah, go yeah, after yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it was uncomfortable, and I felt terrible for the guy, but it did kind of float out as if that's a common. You, you and don't then I really think what is you know, the
1: apology in the sixth inning or something? Yeah, like he, he had to drop a,
0: a letter out, and they they were very careful not to have a Brenneman moment. Brennan said the homo f-word off mic it went out on the air his apology is why he got fired forever it's because tom went out and told everybody what a religious wonderful man he is and he can't believe that you heard me say that so essentially what tom's apology did was yeah i say it but i put it out there that i am not that guy 3-2. Three and two. I don't use this. There's a deep drive by Castellanos and that puts the Reds up four zero.
1: I think that's the
0: It's that's exactly why. Yeah. His apology seemed like secondary. And it was also like, guys, I'm amazing. I'm an amazing man. A man of faith. Unbelievable in what I said. I don't know. I am I am appalled by it. it's it's like when you're your wife yelling at you and you're like, I will sleep on the couch until I figure out what I've done wrong. What are you doing? Like you're punishing yourself. You sound crazy. I'm amazing, and I cannot believe that word gets used these days by me. What a shameful moment. Huh? You can't punish yourself. You can't tell everybody how bad what you did was and then admonish us for it. Tom's apology is what put him out. There's no delay on the A's
2: broadcast. If that, if that was a live thing, there's not a five, seven-second delay. Uh, Somebody's asleep at the at the wheel, or what's going on again? What are these? Because we these do. Producers
0: doing? What happens though? I've thought of it. <laughs> so what happens, like on that, uh, if the delay gets hit? Because people will wonder. Well, absolutely, but it's you know, still, and, and but it still didn't get out there. It's out there somewhere because our internet stuff doesn't drop right. the delay. Yeah. So if you're listening on the internet, and I I drop an N bomb. And then hit the button and try to delete life. I'll get rid of eight seconds on the air, but on that internet, it's happening. Well, I don't know if how that works on the TV side. I was just... Yeah, I don't either. I know that they have a, a, a drop, but yeah. it's it's a sound drop. They don't have video drop. Right. Because otherwise, everything would come back all screwy and you're off time. So basically what it is, you, got like a, you can dump it to where it mutes eight yeah. seconds ago. And you'll watch him go, and we visited the... And we had some barbecue, and be like, yeah. "What did he? Why did that drop out?" And it looked like, and then you'll get somebody reading lips or course, like, yeah, something yeah. that's like, "I know what he said, and I know why they drop it." You get, I, I wonder that too. Is like, how do you not just delete it? Yeah. Men, men, and black it as fast because as I you can. Because I
1: thought TV even has a longer delay than you would eight think. Seconds. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know how long theirs is. It's not that long because a lot of times on football games when they try to get rid of sound, it's like three seconds, four. seconds. And that seconds.
1: was um, basically on a local station, right? Because networks uh, yeah. have a, ho- well, yeah. a longer...
0: He's a the way. A's broadcaster, so it was regional. It was just for Oakland A's baseball. And I don't know if they're Bally Sports or who does Oakland A's baseball. But Comcast or something. Wasn't good. Wasn't good. And uh, and that's evidently uh, Scott, who likes the A's, said that's Dallas Braden that sits up there. And he makes the uh, point. He says, when Major League Baseball stops playing rap music constantly during the game then I'll take it as offensive otherwise they're hypocritical oh the world of hypocrites lives but what baseball doesn't do is play you know n-word or f-word with walk-up music if it's got an n-word in it you're probably not allowed to play that walk-up song they don't play graphically dirty lyrics for any time during this the game so you know that one song uh, what was it uh, uh, Alicia Keys and Jay-Z New York remember yeah. that and that's a great song. Sometimes you'll hear that. I hear it at Yankees games, and I hear it at Mets games. That thing is riddled with f words. They play the unedited? version? No, they oh, just okay. play the chorus. They don't really play the rap part, and it's like kind of a—it's a cool chorus, it's a great song.
2: Because there there is a clean version of it. Because I
0: yeah, it's a radio have, yeah, yeah yeah. But maybe they do kind of roll that out a little deeper. But for the most part, it does strike as kind of that moment where—and that's just career death. You know, yeah, any white guy, is. we can sit as white guys and go, ah, you got, it was a mistake, and whatever. So what? It's a career. That's a career death. A mistake can also happen in your car when you uh, ramp, run, run somebody over and end up. Uh, you know, you were taking allergy meds, or the dude that just drove by on Fifty Second Street right now going one hundred and fifty miles an hour <laughs> made a terrible decision in his life, and he's going to jail for twenty years. But yes, it's a mistake. But it's a mistake that crushes you, and this is one of them. And I, you know. I used to watch A's games when they were more fun. <laughs> for some reason, I'm just I'm tired of the money ball. I just know they're never going to go to that next level. They're actually not playing that great this year. But a lot of the times, they were that underdog team that was overachieving, and they were really fun to watch. And that one year, that was years ago, like 2000 or 99, when they played the Yankees in the playoffs, and they played them to a draw. I mean, it was such a great – that's the money ball. The reason they made the movie was because of that team. And I'm like, man, you got to pay attention. That dude was there. He's been there for 31 years. And their broadcasts have been fun. I don't know about Dallas Braden. I don't know if he's great or not, but I, you know. There aren't many good broadcast teams out there, and the good ones keep saying homo F-words and N-words and stuff. We got, I mean, I loved watching Brenneman and Cowboy. Tell you what, Cowboy, we got a hell of a game tonight. As long as we keep those side of the park, we're going to have a good one here in Riverfront, Jr. Not-so-great-American ballpark in your Cincinnati Reds. And then he just throws out the homo F-word. Like, oh, <laughs> But apologies are usually where it's at. He had to say something, and the good thing for the A's guys is that they got something out a couple innings later saying, slip. But, I mean, did you buy it? Or did you feel like I did, like, oh, uh, they've been calling it that. Actually, didn't hear the apology. Oh, you didn't hear Well, not the apology, the actual the slur. Like, when I heard it, all I thought was, "Yeah."
1: I just, I been, mean, my feelings, yeah. it, it's out there. It doesn't matter. Apologize all you yeah, want. It doesn't matter why People or how it gonna slipped. not going to accept that.
0: Oh, it's bad. And it's so clean. Hard R, all of it. Yeah. But. Like, this
1: was up. his last stand. I mean, this. Yeah.
0: I mean, the funny thing for me is, and I, you know, when I start in radio in 96, so I'm looking at 27. Jesus Christ. Is that right? 27 years. Holy crap. Is that right? I'm old as dirt. And then you, you think about all you've accomplished in those 27 years. Your whole life has been about one thing, gone. Like one word, over and unhireable. You're not coming back. You can't go down the road and go, well, the A's don't like me anymore. Maybe I can go to – you can't be – you can't do the Tennessee Smokies game. Maybe Tennessee Smokies will let you do it. I don't know. You might be
1: a hero there, but –
0: Yeah, you can't do anything affiliated with professional baseball.
1: Not professional. Ever again. Brenneman did the uh, high school state championships basketball. (laughs) Oh, that's painful. That was last year, I think. Oh, if I was Brenneman. Games in the DR in his
0: basement. He did the Puerto Rico baseball in his basement during COVID. If I was Brenneman, I wouldn't even try to do baseball. You just hear me, you know. Safeway shoppers, there's a deal on aisle five today (laughs) on Bounty Towels. Now, let's let you f- wipe up your tummies with those. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't want to get back in, but I wouldn't know what else to do. Like, if, if I did that and radio said goodbye, you're done. It's just Ted Lasso would go to another league in another country. And <laughs> you just, got, well, you know. it's Brockmire. Yeah. He ended yeah. up being the commissioner of baseball, but I mean, his thing was great because it was a rant about himself with terrible words in it. But, I mean, it is it's a rough one it's a Brock Meyer moment and you just feel terrible for the guy because his whole career now is over and he is that guy one word guy 31 years of of whatever he's done never once heard of him outside it's like being an offensive lineman you never heard his name for 31 years outside of Oakland if you weren't an A's fan you didn't know who Glenn Kuyper was you didn't care uh, and now everybody knows his name and that's what his career is that's what he is now oh that hurts so delicate to walk that line and goof around, and then have a word just end you. And some people are like, it should end you. And I'm, you know, I I understand the parameters. I know that word does end you. Whether it should or not doesn't matter. It does end you. So I think it's best just to not talk about your trip over to the Negro League Museum. If just, you, if in you case. just in case your mouth doesn't work around it. Because the second you say, we went over to that league museum and I'm, oh, God, Christ almighty, I'm never going to work again. Oh, boy. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see the announcer go, hey, didn't Dallas, didn't we have a great time over at the league museum? Okay, I'm fired. I'm going to go. I'm just going to take my headphones off and leave. I can't believe that just happened. And can you just imagine his, his butt, the gut feeling, that weird I've done something wrong, body crawl. We've all felt it when you do something stupid and your body just tingles like you're in deep trouble. Uh, when you hear news of, like, you're in trouble, by the way, and the boss is going to talk to you. And like, oh, you know what you did was wrong. I can't imagine what that dude felt. But just say we went to an amazing museum, Dallas. Where did we go? And let him say it.
1: Yeah. Ninth inning, one out left. Yeah. This is it, yeah, pick, cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, <laughs>
0: Well, it looks like that's the end of me, cowboy.
1: The end of the old
0: broadcast career, just because I blurted out the f- word.
1: And Brandon got yanked.
0: Well, they got rid of him that game
1: did, did but Kuiper stayed the game.
0: game. I think Kuiper finished yeah. the game. Nobody knows what to do. The whole staff is like, We don't want Glenn to die today, but he's bleeding pretty hard. And he gave him maybe if you apologize for it. Hey guys, sorry about saying f- earlier. That was rough, right? Anyway. Take a look at this promising young rookie. Oh no, you can't get back to
1: the game. What do you think, Dallas? I loved it. It's just in his hand gesture. I can't believe you said that. Nothing.
0: (laughs) Uh, UConn Cornelius. And his face was like Oops.
1: He's fired.
0: (laughs) Like he just went dead stare straight ahead.
1: So that wasn't um, that was basically over there showing the field of play. Is that or they was that them on TV? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what Dallas it was Like a pregame was doing. show or
0: something. He was just sitting there goofing around.
1: But did you see his hand? Yeah,
0: I don't. know. I, I was paying more attention to the other guy saying the n word.
1: Because when I first saw it, he sent over. Someone sent it over. I didn't have the audio on yeah. right away, and I'm they like, just oh, this guy's in shaking. trouble yeah. for his gesture. No, I
0: think he might have like Parkinson's or something. I didn't. I didn't read it as him doing jerk off, but I thought maybe he was. It was bad. It was a rough. It's just not good all the way around yeah I said I just looked it up what you're talking about. Jesus he let that fly you're right. Yukon Cornelius and him they say that and Ryan's right they do then it says go sons like everybody's kind of single-minded right now. can't do that stuff so be careful in your work or anything else just remember and Tom Brenneman has a great sentence because uh, he went and spoke to people when they wanted him to talk after after his incident and what was it like I've said over a, after 40 years of broadcasting and six million words, one ended my entire career. Be careful what you post and what you say. The most dangerous word of all is send.
1: Yeah, S-E-N-D.
0: S-E-N-D is the, is the and people would argue to Tom, all right, you can't switch up what the words that are dangerous are because the world's most dangerous word is send. I'm not playing that,
2: Brett. No, no, what no, it? I'm showing Brady the uh, the gesture. I was oh, trying to
0: yeah. figure that out. Oh, Glenn there he is in his last. That's like watching a guy right before he's going to die.
2: Oh, and they just zoomed in on him, too. Yeah, you don't, don't yeah, even so see that. Yeah,
0: so the
1: other one, the one Straight that was going in. around was a two-shot.
0: You know, maybe Dallas Braden is like, get me out of that picture. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that. But it looks like it was a pregame? Yeah, a okay. pregame and talking about what a wonderful time they've had in KC. Okay. The things they did with their their free time, like visiting the big museum. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's over. It's all over. What are you going to do? And then, you, you know, the worst part is people don't even think about that. Actually, Susan from uh, our sales department just chimed in and said, What's the big deal? It's our turn. No, we already had our turn with that one, Susan. We, uh, we lost our privilege. Oh, it's terrifying. Anyway, and then another thing I saw this weekend, which is the most horrifying psycho thing ever. You might have it in your stories. There's a dude checked into his hotel. He's sleeping, yeah. and the manager cracks in the door. Guys sound asleep. He wakes up like, What's that? The manager of the hotel is sucking his toes. What? Yeah. Oh no. I mean that that would be an instant murder. And like he just he busts into the room like I like
1: Davy Neal (laughs) sucking on the toes. Davy
0: Neal's for your toes.
1: He got down there and I mean what did he think he was getting away with? For the record, David denies doing any foot stuff. He admits to entering the room. But he claims he did it because he allegedly smelled smoke. Mm-hmm. Wanted to check on the guest.
0: Well, the police came by and took photos of the pruny toes, and uh, David's in big trouble.
1: He, as yeah. believable as that sounds, he never reported the smoke smell to security, oh. and no one else at the hotel smelled any smoke.
2: Well, he's just a hero. He didn't want to cause mass hysteria. Right. <laughs> that he's, is true. you know
1: he
0: didn't have Steve Martin's dog with him, so we couldn't <laughs> quite warn the others. S-head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A fire, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he. I. We've all been in a hotel; it's a little cringe-worthy at one point in our lives. And good lord, could you imagine waking up to a stranger sucking your toes anywhere in your life? The beating that would ensue would be, I don't know, maybe not. You wake up from that, and you're just like, this guy's willing to do this. What else is he going to do? Am I tied to something?
1: After this incident, that Hilton Hotel in downtown Nashville is sold out for the next six yeah, months. Yeah,
0: well, there's a lot of strangers that really like it. Who doesn't
1: put the so, little whippy thing on the door? That
2: Camp KDKB
1: or what? Like every hotel room, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, they don't even have doors on their hotel room. Just hang their feet out into the hallway for the group sucking. Who doesn't do the little gold U-turn around the knob on a hotel door? Everyone, right? It's impenetrable. I, yeah, I think so. You That's the best lock in the history of man. Like, it makes a huge gaw You can't quietly even try to open a door. Who leaves their door, like, even if you have a key? And they you put the little hooky thing yeah. on. The hooky bobby. The hooky bobby. I don't know what it's called, but it's a hooky <laughs> keepy-outy. I don't know. It keeps
1: people from sucking your they feet. They call it the George Strait lock <laughs> yeah, on the rooms. The dummy lock. Hey
0: everybody. I'm George Strait. Yeah, I don't, like, you, and it's the simplest little flip. Sometimes you don't even have to lock your hotel door. You just flip the hooky bobby. It has to have a name. I don't know what it is, but and it's that the, guy the whippy lock.
1: Had to have been, I mean, Andy Beals scouted him out. It's like, I'm going to that. I'm oh going yeah. to 402.
0: Weak. He saw a victim. Like, I'm going to suck on that guy's feet and sleep tonight. Smoke. <laughs> the, I <feel laughs>
1: smoke. Thank God. I
0: think he's smoking. I'm going in. What are the risks you take to say? I hope he's a heavy sleeper. you. Just lose. you, just you, you lose can't yourself. find a win in that.
2: And it is a Hilton too. It's not like it's the no. El Cortez on yeah. you know on Fremont Street or something. Yeah, you're not
0: you expect in, that there. In you know, some you know your car sitting outside the door. It's not one of those. It's not stuff you see on Op Live every weekend. Right, you figure
1: there's you know it's a Hilton. He's got clean feet. He yeah.
0: popped in. Our showers are nice. Man, he's not waking up for any of this. I'm gonna try the pinky toe.
1: It's part of our tuck-down service. (laughs) Ah. Housekeeping.
0: Oh, yeah, I just tucked a bit.
1: What are you doing?
0: Part of service. Sucked up. He pants. here's more cooking. Oh, my God. Now I leave a little chocolate on the pillow.
3: (laughs) Thanks for staying here.
0: In order to chocolate the But how, like, the risk you'd take being like, this person better be a heavy sleeper because I'm going to suck their feet. Or you just busted in to see what was going on. You're like, ooh, those toes. Did like it have, was spontaneous.
1: Yeah, or, you know, downstairs before he was heading up, <laughs> was he at the bar and they had a great conversation? Like, and the guy I think in, this guy's into and me.
0: And he's in flip-flops and I'm half-hard. I'm going in his room. I'm going in. What the, what the hell is going on down there, mate? Hey, hey, you're the manager. Thanks for staying at Hilton. weird you know what to get a uh,
1: you know unlimited use of the mini bar <laughs> yeah what, I, what, I, well that's to com- make up for that
0: those are the conversations in life i want to hear when the dude wakes up and goes what the f- are you doing uh, you get free lifetime stays at hilton all right get to it <laughs> like there would have been a moment for me when i woke up and caught the guy hey i'm gonna kick your ass buddy you better better have a reasonable explanation for what you're doing hey uh, i'm the manager i can get you free rooms at like You're like Hilton's Rewards forever. Oh, keep going. Yeah, all right, then. F- pick a toe, any toe. With the whole foot, what do you want to do next? I'd have kicked the guy in the face, though. So, I mean, you oh. got another foot, there would have been some beating going on. So,
1: John, what did you think about your first visit to Nashville? <laughs> I enjoyed most of
0: it. There was this one moment. I didn't do, throw the hooky bobby on the door, and the next thing you know, uh, Greg, the manager, <laughs> sucking on my toes you got to be a heavy sleeper. I wake up in hotels when the air conditioner pops on a little loud. <laughs>
2: is there somebody in here going to suck my feet? <laughs> I'm
1: no, you gotta that one, that. I am not
0: realize. I've got to think about, it. oh, Jesus, somebody's in here to suck my toes. But, yeah, that's a weird moment. So, oh, if anything, the lesson is always throw the little hooky bobby uh, U-turn latch, whatever that thing's called. Got to have a name. Security latch. Whatever it is. It's impenetrable. You can have all those security cards and electronic locks and when the door shut it automatically goes, krunk, krunk, like Fort Knox. Nothing. No that, that Patrice O'Neill does a great thing about how housekeepers try to get in with the chain or the little lock. They'll yeah. still they'll open it just to that little gap and still try to housekeeping, I have to make your bed. <laughs> They'd still try to squeeze through that little hole and they can't there's no getting in a room unless you kick the door open. The hookie bobby works great. <laughs> I have no idea what that thing is. The best, it it's the best lock invention ever. Dead bolts, all that other crap. You can pick those. I don't know anything about the hooky bobby that is, you know, quiet. I can pick a lock and make it go and quietly click. you got to kick the door off to get that thing. So this dude left his door open. And maybe there's some, like if I was the guy sucking toes, I wouldn't have said I didn't do it. I'd have said, we're gay. He invited me into his room. I'd have lied like crazy. Because if I'm willing to suck toes and break into your room, I'm not about lying to the cops about what happened that night. It certainly isn't going to be. I thought I smelled smoke. Were you sucking his toes? Oh, God. He says you were. Nope. <laughs> Man, this is weird, no? Because you know there's going to be another person that comes out. I woke up with pruney feet at that Hilton.
1: So, if there's no video... He did it. Your DNA test the feet. I guess you want the uh, jury because you're like, yeah, you'd have to. You
0: just swab that guy's toes, and if there's Didn't any, if there's any of that other dude on your toes German. at all, he's going to jail for a long time.
1: <laughs> I have a drooling problem.
0: Yeah, I drool all over feet. It's disgusting. I'm like Kang from The Simpsons. <laughs> it is brutal. Now this is uh, the, the guy says I worked at a hotel for a couple years. That latch you are talking about is penetrable. Hotels have a special tool to get it open for people who refuse to leave. No kidding. So that means it's available to toe suckers. I didn't know that. Thanks, TJ. No idea. But you're right. Brett's right. You get a kick in the head for that. Oh, 100%. Would you do it for free rooms at a nice place? Like if you were in uh, the Grand Californian at Disneyland. Pretty expensive. How long? A whole weekend, the whole stay. I know,
1: but how long is sucking the toes? Uh, you, who
0: knows? You just woke up. Session, you regular you session, five, up, ten minutes? You woke up and it was happening. It may have been going on for an hour, but when you woke up, you noticed it was happening. Dude's got your toes in his mouth and he's got wide eyes now because he's like, oh, they're awake. I would say, "G, What up, G?"
1: Not my cup of tea. Right. But you get the free weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm in. Or would you, would you fight him immediately or would you wait for the, let's see what I can get out of it? I think you'd go he, for the barter. You'd barter.
1: Well, he'd have to present that pretty quick, because he might be catching a, a kick to the face right off the bat. Sure.
0: And don't suck Kirby's feet, or you're going to get your head kicked in a month. Now you're
1: talking about uh, I saw Kirby's, partial ownership of Kirby's the Grand shoes Hotel. She this weekend. Was, just,
0: she was, was she in her blazers? Big, was she... big boats that we were like, man, Kirby's feet are <laughs> outrageously large. So if somebody She's on... got growing to do. I know. She's not done yet. She's going to be like 6'5". you got a daughter on you that's going to be tall. I looked at her feet, and I'm like, they're, they're, "Those are now officially past me." I'm a 12. I'm proud of her.
1: Hey, anything you got uh, rolling over? I
0: got a couple. Fact of the matter is, you're not outside teaching post moves or picks is beyond me. Right?
1: Now. I'm look. She's got the uh, tennis bug. I'm very happy for that. She wants to Dumb. go after it.
0: Dumb. Basketball bug. Well, you need to be a forceful parent. You need to get out there and start going.
2: She's gonna get a street Kirby way out in front (laughs) of the arena. Every day.
0: Oh, good Lord, are you kidding me? Footprint center will just have her picture on the top of it. (laughs) You get her up there. Every day. Let's just go dribble around. If if daddy shows interest, she'll be like, you know what, I love I love love my dad. I wanna be out there with him. Yeah. If you start acting like hoops is the way to go, you push tennis on her. That's stupid. Yeah, tennis is like making Kirby a shortstop. She's not going to have those, those those giant crusty feet. She's not going to be able to run around on a tennis court very good. Basketball, that's where it's at. It's silly. My feet were too big for shortstop. They moved me to third. because They had big boat feet and tiny little body. Anyway, those, those are some big shoes. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, Dude starts sucking on those. Forget it. Brady's little adorable Flintstone feet. Oh, man. You get four toes in one hit. Yeah. Anyway, they can get in. I didn't know that. Which is
2: awful. Well, would
0: you? I mean, if they're offering
2: you the tower suites at the Aria for the weekend? It wouldn't be just the weekend.
0: Okay. It would have to be like... uh, But that
1: was the deal. It was... They'd comp you for the weekend. No, no, no. no. Then I'm calling the police. Yeah.
0: Because a weekend, I can afford a weekend. What I can't afford is like free hotels everywhere. Like a, a magic card.
1: Like you have the Hilton card.
0: Yeah. And I would tell the guy, I'm like, look... This thing, I get any guff at a desk in any part of the world with this card, I'm turning your ass in. And then I make him write down some stuff. I'm like, I, this is my blackmail on you. You keep your job, and I keep quiet, but I get the special card. I don't necessarily want him in jail.
1: That's an easy deal.
0: Go to town on the toes. But here's the other thing: how many <laughs> times has he done it and gotten out? How heavy is America I think this, sleeping?
1: I think he's figured. This his is first the time. time. Yeah,
0: I don't. You don't go in there and suck toes the fuck. I don't
1: think he has that kind of juice to give them uh, the people that aren't going to do it or they f- he found the right ones that liked it. If they liked it, why do we know about it? What we- if it comes out where the guy actually made him do something first the guest?
0: You see a picture of the dude?
1: Like they exchanged. Oh yeah. He uh, looks he,
2: he's looks, the little, night he
0: little, looks like a toe Cortez. I'm telling like, you. He looks, a little rough.
1: he looks like a toe
0: sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I were to get a picture of this guy and say, what do you think he's done wrong? I'm like, that could probably, uh, you'd have caught masturbating in a window or touching somebody inappropriate. I probably wouldn't have jumped to sucking toes, but when you told me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I'm just looking at his, he's got that molting kind of flock hair.
2: They're called Penko Privacy Door Latches, PLDs okay. is what they call them in the...
0: Uh, the PLD. That's what they, that's what I'm getting emailed. The
2: yeah. guy
1: got through the PLD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> David Neal. The guy who got his toes sucked is named Peter Brennan. So you don't take that chance of risking your name out in these stories if it didn't actually happen. I believe Peter Brennan woke up to a to that dude to Woodstock sucking
1: on his feet. What's with the hair, man?
0: <laughs> he looks like Snoopy's pal.
1: I want to know what Peter Brennan looks like. Pruny. Like what? Uh... More than likely. Because then does Davey Neal have a certain person? Oh, I, I know like he's that. got gold feet. Is there a certain size he's yeah. into?
0: Removable shoes. Flip-flops. Creepy weirdos amongst us all. Ugh. Tactical Black, I'm going to practice that today. I'll lay comfortably you in bed with up? my eyes closed. Josh will suck my feet, and we'll, we'll work on a defense. <laughs> I just want to see Josh and Tony have to suck on my toes.
1: You're not. You're supposed to wake up during All this, John. I don't know what to do,
0: Jay, so I'm going to stay real calm. <laughs> He's supposed to wake up, Jay. <laughs> Keep sucking. Fight back, John. Why? This is amazing. Have you ever had, I've never had, I don't think I've ever had anybody, like, meaningfully suck my feet. It's always been a joke. I haven't. I've I haven't had been, uh, uh, penetrative sex with my big toe. Have you done that? No, I haven't done that one. I footed a girl. You footed a girl? (laughs) Yeah, I footed her.
2: Jesus, what kind of girl's you
0: with? She's hot. (laughs) I would hope so. And plus, I think she saw my toe and went, that'll feel better. (laughs) (laughs) I want that thing. Give me the biggest thing in her body. My dad actually taught me sex by saying, uh, stick the biggest thing where she pees. And I put my foot in her toilet and it was bad. But but yeah, my toe (laughs) right into her. And we giggled like crazy and ah, ha, ha ha do you like that? It's not bad. What a classy broad. Let me uh let me throw a little Raphael Septian action in there and start kicking. I didn't like full foot, but you know, I've done the toe. Never had anybody suck my toes before. Oh, this is is this a thing? I don't like it. I don't think I like that. I'm not a foot guy. Uh, I hate foot hate
1: massage. You know, oh.
0: I don't yeah. like football. I Especially
2: like see those Circle K feet walking oh, around. And, oh, man, there's nothing worse. That crusty whatever's yeah. going on on the heel.
0: Yuck.
1: Yeah. You start chewing on that rawhide heel. Oh. Oh. <laughs> something about
0: it. Oh, God. yeah, there's something about it, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah. That I just picture those awful. videos every now and then you get on, um, uh, on Instagram where the guy's, like, filing the base of his...
2: Heel, oh, and it's like oh, snowing. snowing. It's
1: yeah, snowing oh, all it's over. Like ah. Foot parmesan.
0: <sighs> That's horrible. That is awful. Anyway, wash your goddamn feet in case, <laughs> just in case, some stranger wants to suck them later today. Yeah, I've never been like even the most beautiful girl foot. I'm not nope. sucking it. I mean, think of where I'll put my mouth, and your foot is off limits. I'm sleeping in boots. I mean,
1: I I will (laughs) grab
0: those things and make the Chattahoochee Canal and bury my face in there. In the worst sewer you've got. You put your foot in my mouth, I'm going to punch in the face, lady. Yuck, that's your foot. But you just tossed my... Shut up. That's your foot. That's disgusting. Your face looks like you've been eating chocolate ice cream all day. But it wasn't from a foot. You're not dragging that thing on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, you're not scooting around on the carpet with it. I'll lick that, and I'll lick that. But get your foot out of my mouth. You're weird. You're a pig. Now, roll over on your tummy. I'm, done. I'm not done with dinner. <laughs> 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 uh, what do you got on the big board of musical
2: treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. A lot of you guys, I saw a lot of you guys wearing the Action Ride Shop gear out at yeah. UFS. Josh and the boys are out there, so. Uh, but... If you didn't get a chance to meet them up at u head on over there to Gilbert Road and Southern. Josh and the boys will set you up with everything you need to get on the trail. Whether you need to buy a new bike, get yours repaired, or you just want to try it out, maybe you can rent a bike there as well. So, actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. And uh, on the list, we got uh, Motorhead, Drowning Pool, Ghost, uh, Day to Remember, Killswitch, Engage, Avenged, The Warning on the list. The Warning's great. Can um, we do more again?
0: Why not? Do we have it? You have it, right? Uh, Toledo, Toledo had it. Let's yeah. do it again. Let's give them, let's give them their due. To see really what you missed. Them. If you didn't go yeah. to
2: u this is what you missed. I think Toledo's
0: got it. It's kind of an empty recording we got over right here. I don't okay. know if this is a cleaned up one. We have a little bit of a dirty one. I got an email. that says, what is this world coming to, man? Every time I listen to this show, I'm shocked. Can't even feel safe at a good hotel? You pay good money to sleep safely at night? It's insane. Sign uh, Nathan Sutherland, Christian rapper. It's very <laughs> yeah. true. Nathan Sutherland even feels like this is a bridge too far. I have licked a butt. Feet are out of this, out of the question. That I'm wrestling with that right now. Thinking about I've done that. Why wouldn't I? And it's just not sexy. Feet are utilitarian. And like,
1: it's weird when you hear about the people that have foot fetishes. I mean, you know, like I don't get
0: it. They're like Rex Ryan, Yeah. and he's in those videos where women are just. And I, you know, a lot of that on Pornhub and stuff where. Girls are using their feet like hands on stuff. just I find that just weird. Remember
1: that one we found the guy was into? and It's just the foot pressing on the gas yeah, pedal. Yeah,
0: the gas pedal. That's a whole fetish of feet doing stuff. Not sexual, just a bare foot on a gas pedal or, <gasps> you know, ooh, stairs. Ooh. I've seen them, like, doing stairs like real – it's weird. Anyway, I don't know if these ladies have that, too, but they were great. And I can't – you know, I, we said it in uh, U-Fest on Saturday – This is the last time you had a chance to see The Warning when the sun was up. I think that was your quote. That's perfect. I think you're absolutely right. You're not going to see them without their own big scrim behind that says The Warning. They'll have stage presence. This was just a drum. And that drummer, she's awesome, has Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins. uh, Like, everything you've ever wanted to see in a drummer, you can't take your eyes off of. She's in her ponytail and just going. And she was amazing. The energy coming off of her was phenomenal. I loved them, and I, I, I liked them going in. I liked them even. They did not disappoint. It was a great show. So U-Fest was awesome, and uh, thank you guys for being out. There's there. a little post-concert Psyching Rock, your wake-up song from The Warning. It's called More. It's their brand-new one. It's 98. That's the Chili Peppers. Another show coming here. Uh, when is that one? That's coming soon, right? <clears throat> That's like ten, seven days. <clears throat> Sorry. Wow. Allergies <laughs> got a little throat oyster happening right now.
1: <clears throat> it's unnecessary.
0: Throat oysters? Yeah, I agree.
1: These, these chili peppers.
0: <laughs> uh, they're going to be here on the fourteenth. That's coming up. Uh, Jesus, that's Sunday. Holy smokes! Sure's flying by. All right, Avatar last night. I uh, Doug, keep up Fr- I don't know who was here Friday. Who was here Friday over at the Van Buren? It wasn't Motionless and White, was it? Was it a trail? I don't know, but the crowd was icy, peed up. And Doug Hopkins and I went for a, a little about, bar hop Friday afternoon. And we went. he was like, i got to take you to this pizza place over uh, by the Van Buren. It wasn't Ziggy's. It's next to Van Buren. Maya Via or whatever. It was good. I don't remember the name. Sorry the people who did it. I don't remember your name. And so we walked over to... He's like, I want to go see Ziggy's, too. And this place Stardust. And I don't know if you've been to Stardust. Have you been to Stardust? I have not. It's pretty cool. It's just a bunch of pinball machines in this old, it's a cool room next to Van Buren. So we're hanging out at Stardust having a drink. And we leave, and we walk by the crowd of people waiting to get in. And it's only, like, maybe it's 5 o'clock. And everybody's in, like, this clown makeup and this white stuff. And they all just kind of look hot and annoyed. And Doug looks and he goes, these are your people? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say he goes, what the f*** wrong with every one of them? I'm like, Doug, pop, pop, let's just keep walking. They can hear you. <laughs> but he wasn't wrong. Like, they were all dressed in these, all this dark, heavy stuff. And like, it's a little too warm for this. Yesterday, oh, before we get into anything else, y- y- you won't believe this. So yesterday, I heard the N-word used properly yesterday. Whoa. Going into the Suns game. Uh, Guy behind me, Nuggets fan. Uh, in his tank top, and he goes, God damn, it's hot as f- out here today. I turned to him, I'm like, this ain't anything. He started laughing, he goes, I'm from Denver. I'm like, it's hot. And then he goes, Let me ask you a question What's wrong with these little f- right here? And I'm like, What? <laughs> he goes, These f- right here, all decked out. And I looked, and there was a group of Native American Suns fans, full winter jackets with like Devin Booker and Chris Paul jerseys over them. Uh, ski caps The one kid had his hood up And he goes thinking Is it cold to you people? What's going on? I'm like I don't know I appreciate that you and I Are having such an N-word filled conversation And I'm not being yelled at for But And
2: the worst part is Whitey sitting there Going "I uh, yeah, Do I laugh I, Or do I I don't
0: I don't know I, I, That's wild stuff I'm Are
2: not there hot hot mics? <laughs> Any
1: hot <laughs> mics around here?
0: Seems like those little <laughs> Should probably not be in coats I think uh, We're on the same page so then as I'm going in, those little n- got in, and the lady in <laughs> front of me has been stopped. Because you, when you go into the footprint center, they got the, those fake uh, metal, metal detectors, detectors that yeah. never turn on and never once. Everybody gets through. But you're going to get caught doing what she was doing. She had two gigantic plastic thermoses, and I mean like the size of my forearm, full of something. Two of those. And then they're like, you can't, lady, you can't, what are you doing? And she goes, I want to talk to someone. I cannot believe this is happening. And I kind of lean over and look over her shoulder. At Brady, they were full-size, two, full-size Tupperware containers of chips, dips, and like some sort of like uh, Italian meal or something in the bottom On She, oh, whoa, she whoa. was trying to bring it in. Like, ma'am, you can't bring in food and drink. This is ridiculous. You don't serve anything I want. It doesn't matter. Well, I want to talk to someone. And everybody's like, let's get her out of the way. She's clogging up the line. We got to like, get in. Are you guys crazy? This is the best show of the night. She's trying to get Tupperwares of food through security and throw a fit. And I'm like, you got to be crazy. Everybody's like, come on, lady, move. This is a, this is ridiculous. You know how rid- They're taking my stuff. And then she, and the last thing I heard her say is, you know that's stealing. You're stealing from me. And the guy... You can take it to your car and come back. You are stealing my You are stealing my things. She tried to take in noodles, chips, and like a little side thing of dip. And two gigantic bottles of liquid.
1: To a play, playoff game. To a playoff game. That she spent a lot of money on. Maybe. And uh, that's probably the only time. And I spent this much money. I'm bringing my own food. See,
0: she didn't ever say anything like that, which tells me, A, she's in the 200s. B,
1: they were gifts. What do they run in the 200s? We're still up there, aren't they?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they charge for those. <laughs> People up there. Ooh, well, why would I want to watch from the moon? No, I don't know what the 200s are going for. A couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks. But still, she didn't pay him or she'd have screamed out, Do you know how much I paid for this? That would have been her first thing. She wanted her food back. I would have just given her the two dollars
2: that she spent on her Chef Boy RD right, and yeah. get the hell out of line. Here's your rum, it was, ramen. A, brilliant, yeah. it was yeah. a
1: brilliant grift because they have the food that's visible. That's why they had those jackets on, everything. Well, was they stuck. that wasn't <laughs> those she wasn't oh, a was jacket people. She okay. was just a normal
0: lady with a big purse. And in her purse were two full like keyboard sized <laughs> Tupperware. Two like, what are you thinking? They just looked in her purse like, come on. Like The guy was like, oh, you're, you're killing me, lady. And he pulls him out. You can't touch that. Those are my, that's stealing. That I is my seven-layer dip. You can't take in dips and chips. <laughs> and then what is this? This is fettuccine, Alfredo. What are you thinking, dummy?
1: And two flasks of sangria. And
0: whatever the hell was in there. And they were huge thermoses. It was hilarious. But, I mean, where, where, where do people disconnect that they think they can do whatever they want. Like, you gotta know. You're not going in with this. I don't know. Everybody's bananas. Everybody's just flat bananas. Anyway.
1: Imagine if she got up there with that. and You're the people on the, you know, I know it's tough for you to imagine. You're in that 200 level, and this lady breaks open these Tupperware things next to you, sitting next to her.
0: Yeah, I, I, look, in the 200 section. Uh, I would go back to Dr. J. Schwartz, and I wouldn't get my vision better. I'd get it worse, so I don't see my uh, life real clear anymore. <laughs> I couldn't say okay. You
2: get your toes sucked up there in the 200
1: <laughs> section? Yeah, too, occasionally the <laughs> guy
0: It's happening. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> oh, red licorice, red licorice. <laughs> you don't sell food. What are you doing? I, uh, Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're bringing that out to you. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a strange one. It was a very strange thing. So, just thought I'd point that out. Just let people know. Try not to clog up the lines with your, you know, handle of vodka and two gigantic meals that you're trying to bust in there with. I just didn't understand.
3: What an it. interesting game here. N word conversation. Oh, I've, you know,
0: that was Friday. Oh, that was That was G word. That was the G word. And then the N word well, thing happened behind me yesterday. Well, and in front of me was a lady with the Tuppers. It was a, yeah. A lot, if you're an observer, like I tend to be, you notice a lot of things fun anyway it's time now for the brady report to get all the other stuff the state of affairs of america and how
3: stupid we've got you got an email or a text that says man holmberg i am looking forward to your memoir (laughs) why because of all these oh look things happen around me
0: and i'm just like is this real nothing really happens to me just stuff happens around me i'm like well there's a thing
2: you can be like pratt and just change the story as you go that was me baby that was all me baby. big
0: deal all right I was doing stand-up when I was 14 at the Stardust, earning $55,000 a night. <laughs> no, no, that's true, Dave. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news only Brady knows. It's called uh, The Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters. And let's go to Hooters for lunch. What do you say? Every Monday through Friday, you can do that. Uh, 11 to 2 o'clock, you're going to go and get $3 off sandwiches, tacos, and specialty burgers. And the only place to get those is Hooters. They give you a deal at lunch. Get on over there and enjoy your happy hour for lunch. And then say thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning
1: to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Busy day today. Yet National Give Someone a Cupcake Day, mm. National Women's Checkup Day, and National Reward Yourself Day. All right. A couple of baseless fun facts. Arby's was originally created in the 1960s to be a higher-end fast food restaurant. No,
0: I thought it was defeated to the Vietnamese to make them slower.
1: Their first roast beef sandwiches cost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a weapon of war. 69. Give them big Montanas, goddammit. You think those slopes will go running around here if they're full of big Montana? We'll win this war tonight.
1: <laughs> Their first roast beef sandwiches cost 69 cents. All right. <laughs> Which was, at the time, four times more than a hamburger at McDonald's. No kidding. Jim Henson got one Oscar nomination in his life, but not for The Muppets. Oh, what really? It was an experimental short film he made in 1965 called Timepiece. I would have best, best
0: song for Rainbow Connection that wasn't nominated.
3: I thought it was, you were going to say like The Dark Crystal or something like that. Yeah. I
0: forgot about that one. Maybe Jim Henson didn't write Rainbow Connection.
1: Randy Newman, maybe? I don't think so. No, what?
0: <laughs> he writes all that stuff, but not that. Because if he died... Him, but, I don't know. Wouldn't he have gotten it for performing? Adina Menzel he, didn't write the thing for Frozen. Was us he and, always
1: the puppeteer on Kermit? Oh, yeah.
0: Kermit was his, his, his voice. New York City had an official... was
3: nominated. It was Rain, not it Rainbow Connection. Who
0: sang it? Uh, well, Jim says, Henson says sang it.
3: Jim Henson, yeah.
0: So Brady's wrong again.
1: That was. I don't uh, believe that was that for uh, an Oscar or yeah. A yeah,
3: Academy Award for Best Music, Original Song. Well, but be. he
0: didn't win though.
1: Didn't no, Brady no, no, say nominated. he had
3: a win? No, oh, I see. Okay, so it didn't win.
0: I would have assumed it won. What yeah. beat
3: it? It
0: better be Arthur's theme. Yikes! What year was it? Nineteen seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Would have been Rocky though. too. Could have
2: been. Could have been. Have been I mean, Brett, Brett would have thought, maybe. Frank Stallone was that year. Just gave it Because he was in all the other time. movies. <laughs> is, that, is that a Star is Born? Was that out then? Oh, that would have been like
0: 77 right? Oh, okay. Close, though. Well, Wait, did that have a song? 79. I think so. I bet you it was The Rose by Bette Midler. Oh, there you go. I'm going to throw that out there as a guess. 79, best song. Boy, that's a deep pull. That might have been 80, though. What do you got, Rich? Oh, we're all on pins it's, and needles.
3: It was Olivia Newton-John versus Donna Summer versus Barry. One of the BGS, I yeah. guess. Inside the 1979 Oscar Slugfest for the best original song. I got like it, Xanadu
0: right? or something? Xanadu might have That You might be right. Yeah.
3: She was hugely devoted Hopelessly. to you from yeah. Greece. Oh, okay. 79? I thought that was like 78. That's what it says, 79. That came out a
0: lot earlier than that. Uh, I thought.
3: The Last Time I Felt Like This from the Same Time Next Year, performed by Johnny Mathis.
0: Mm. Same time next year's Alan Alden, Ellen Burstyn. It's a good movie. Uh,
3: last Dance from Thank God It's Friday from Donna Summer. Right.
0: Yeah. That's a uh, pretty good one.
3: When You're Loved from the Magic of Lassie by Debbie Boone. <laughs> Ready to take that chance again? From foul play. Foul play. play. Barry Manila. It's a great song.
2: That, that's a funny movie too. Foul Brilliant. Play. Yeah.
3: Last Dance got it from Think. But you didn't Friday. name
0: off uh, Rainbow Connection in that list.
3: It says it's in there.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Nineteen seventy-nine.
0: Oh, so Donna Summer one. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, Brady.
1: New York City had an official magi- magician from nineteen uh, thirties to the nineteen fifties. Had to be Houdini. His name was Abraham Hurwitz. And his daughter? <laughs> that isn't even funny, bro.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Jewish name.
3: And his That's daughter? That's
0: That isn't a joke name. That is... Come on.
3: <laughs> Working for Shekels. Yeah. I
1: <laughs> <laughs> He had a daughter. And her name was Sherry Lewis. The puppeteer? Yep.
0: No kidding. Lamb Chop?
1: Lamb Chops. Play Along It's her. Hmm.
0: Was Lamb Chop, Lamb Chops?
1: I think the show was called Lamb Chops Play Along.
0: Oh, I see, okay.
1: If you say Horowitz by
3: itself. Not funny. Hurwitz. Not 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 even a reaction.
0: But I think Abraham threw him over the top.
3: (laughs) That's the one?
0: Well, you combo it all up and his brain just goes immediately into like those propaganda (laughs) pictures from World War II.
3: The Oakland A's are looking for something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Not him.
1: A recent global study looked into how people feel about their age, and they found that in America, the average age when people stop feeling young. 42. Not bad, 43. That's
0: really good, actually.
1: That's
3: not bad. (laughs) That's
0: excellent. Well, you really put it down to it.
1: Right now, that's uh, people who are born in the 79 to 80. Um, The good news is the buffer zone. There's a little buffer zone there. Americans don't start feeling old until they're...
0: 53.
1: 52. Okay.
0: I'm really good at this. And That's that buffer good. zone is just a real confusing time in life where you're not sure what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you're, you're out of touch. You're kind of in touch. The first time you make a reference to a younger person and they don't get it, you're like, wait a minute, everybody knows what Cheers is. Got a and couple of like, asshole uh-oh.
1: teenagers living at home.
0: Yeah. Then you realize how far back you are.
1: Of all the countries in the study... Italians are apparently the youngest at heart. They don't start feeling young until they're sixty. They don't start feeling old until they're seventy.
0: They don't they stop feeling young until they're. They 60. don't
1: stop yet. Right. Okay.
3: Nah. Eh.
0: They look terrible from thirty on. It's just, especially the ladies.
1: This is a little uh, follow-up to the uh, all the pasta that was dumped.
0: Oh, yeah, the 500 500 pounds of pasta. Who's missing? Yeah. What'd they find in there?
1: Apparently, it was a guy that is a military veteran who was living at a house where his mom was living, and his mom passed away, and he went over there to check in on the house, and apparently she stockpiled a bunch of pasta, with his theory, during the pandemic. Okay. So he just went out and unloaded. Put it on the ground? It got rained on. And that's what softened the pasta up. Oh. No, it was cost. <laughs> it you was see the piles. Beyond
0: other. that, I like that story. I'll,
1: I'll go yeah. with that.
0: You know, hey. The it mob it, it could happen. The mob sits back as we talked about Friday. Yeah, that seems reasonable. That's, that's what I'm saying. Pasta will swell in a rainstorm. We all know this. Exactly that could what happened. Happen, I agree. You can, no Italians are mad that there's that much pasta out there, which also means. Th- they're in on it. That's art. right. It was
1: Box. The box. one that was mad no, about, was about
0: it, he's, uh, a he's, he's not priest. around anymore. You just don't go throwing it all over the place. This guy, he's not, you know, he's a wing nut. He got his war problems. He's got the post-traumatic pasta syndrome. <laughs> a
1: company that tracks restaurants. You can't restaurants. Brady.
0: You get not look. Oh, hold on a second. Everybody take a brief pause.
1: And uh,
0: now. The chairman singing. The end is near. Oh my god. And so I face. <sighs> the final curtain. My
1: friend. Well, what are you doing? Is that gravy? Come on, what are you doing? I <laughs> gotta are turn you... that down. Jeez.
0: I started getting a little weepy. That's all you got to do when Italians start going, I don't know what you're talking about. Hold on a second. What's going on here? All oh, right. That's how you call them Italian. Yeah. Yeah, it stops. Yep. And it's enough, like a CBD for a dog. It is. The end is near.
1: Three years ago, most people believed that the all-you-can-eat buffets are gone for good. Because of the
0: pandemic. Well, people who think about that believe that.
1: A company that tracks it's restaurants. People
0: love them yeah. yeah, people who don't care, don't really pay much attention to the future of buffets.
1: So this company that tracks restaurants say that this spring, the visits to the three leading buffets, Golden Corral, CC's, another place called Pizza, Pizza Ranch, <laughs> were up 125% from 2021. Because it's the only game in town. It's the fastest rate of growth than any other types of restaurants. Part of the reason is easing of the pandemic. Some people are no longer concerned about people touching or breathing over the same food oh, they're eating.
2: I don't think I've ever been to a Golden Corral. I know why. Yeah, I You're
1: right,
0: because you've earned something in life.
1: There's also <laughs> the cost. Higher end restaurants. The prices have gone up due to inflation. So people are now going to the buffets looking for value. Well,
0: you are gonna
2: get it. Well, most of the Vegas ones are closed now too, right? Like Vegas, except yeah. I think I think like Fremont Street. There's like, you a go well, to of the Cortez and all yeah. that. There's a few stuff places out there it. that'll
0: do it. But for the most you part the Cortel, oh, yeah, what, <laughs> <lives in> <laughs> what a dump. It lives in here. What a dump. I get my toes sucked to not stay there. Oh, absolutely. Hundred <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent
1: people are mad leaving there I didn't get my toes yeah
0: <laughs> alright uh, you can stay at the El Cortez or you can stay with us where a stranger will break into your room and suck your feet tonight I have circle K feet the, so. we got the Cortez and the other I'll stay you can suck my feet <laughs> send in the crackhead <laughs> but yeah the buffet thing like I said it for years buffets potlucks gross people argued like crazy Yeah, hey, you're an idiot what's the first thing everybody banned like and everybody was in on it like yeah those things are pretty bad Potlucks at work, buffets shut down across the world. We're like, this is the least sanitary thing we do with food ever. Yeah, oh, you're a baby. Like, My Wintermeyer was depressed. You're just poor. Like, that's <laughs> so sad. The level of quality for you at a buffet, like you you've set the bar so low for you might as well just go out and just graze on grass and rodents. Buffets are like, in order for them to charge $5.99 to give you everything you've ever wanted for hours on end. The quality of the food is
1: so low. Durex, maker of fine-fitting condoms, mm-hmm. has now a size fitting. They said 92% of the people are buying the wrong size condoms because they're too embarrassed. Right, because they invented magnets. Actual, So now they have a an actual fitting service to make sure you get the right ones. <laughs> a little cinch on it? Surface <laughs> offers a close fit condom. And uh, you can figure out the right size. Um, basically around a two-inch circumference and a wider one that measures a little wider than that. Um, and then you get uh, a variety of thickness in the condom. So, <laughs> so it's, the it's, like
3: thin it's like a ring
1: size. Yeah. Uh,
0: you put your foot in a Brannock yeah. device so you have this is for your dick? <laughs> All right, you're a five-inch by one and three-quarters. You are a extra medium. What's that mean? We just didn't want to hurt your feelings. You're small.
1: Men are able to tailor the smoothness of lubricant to choosing oh. either standard or extra. Just your own rubber. Raw
0: dog. What is going on with you? You know how hard it is to catch STDs. It's nearly impossible. That's reading all the buffets. That is really Right. All the same people that were just about talking, you're just a pussy for the, you know, buffets or... Gr-. All right, then Raw Dogger. What are you doing with the Durex baggy? I like a loose... I like, I like my condoms to fit, like, 1990s college basketball gear. Gigantic and baggy, hanging all over. I got Jenko on my junk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't... When they invented Magnums, the saddest thing was... Uh, the Brian Adams girlfriend. Yeah we first started she went out and got those they had just come out XLs she hadn't seen my stuff yet. Why do we keep losing She didn't want to hurt my feelings so I was swimming around in that thing for a little while and when they first came out they weren't they were ridiculous. I had to just be proud and just go look we need to back down a size this is not gonna do us neither of us are gonna have any fun fishing that thing out because it's not staying
1: on. This uh, dude in Brazil, Rafael de Santos Tosta, was celebrating his divorce by bungee jumping. Oh, no. At the Lagoa Azul, the Blue Lagoon, which is a former quarry. So it's not even a lagoon, but it was a 70 foot plunge. It snapped, the cord, the bungee snapped. He's now uh, oh, paraplegic. He survived huh. it. Still better. than still better. Than when he was <laughs> he's still
0: celebrating. <laughs> he was married and divorced at twenty-two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's still like, look. He wasn't using those magnums. <laughs> uh-uh, not anymore. He's not. Wheel me out. I'm still divorced. Right. All right. I can. I'm doing now. I don't have a wife or a spine. And guess which one I miss.
3: Speaking of divorce, I should probably. I uh, apologize to a man named Gentry for how enthusiastic I was about oh, I was too, though. Yeah, UFest. we were cheering. What oh, was yeah. he talking about getting divorced? Yeah, we were like, oh, awesome, dude. Congratulations.
0: Way to go. No, it's destroying me. No, it's <laughs> no, not. Trust me. Ever. You'll yeah. be fine. Your first one's the best.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So good.
1: Scott Austin Shepard. Um, you got two different guys. Scott Austin Shepard Humphreys. <laughs> They're <in> a group <laughs> of six others. <laughs> called the nomad rifleman and they just set the uh, world record long-range sniper shot
0: nomad one word or nomad rifleman
1: nomad rifleman
0: oh, you didn't answer my question one it's word two words so no mad oh rifleman. no no nomad okay so it's one oh, word yeah. god damn it man I'm lost I don't See why that was so confusing? Because I'm no asking, mad. was it no mad rifleman, as in no, insane rifleman thought, or angry rifleman? No, or nomad, is it nomad, wander nomad like wanderers, yeah. right? Gypsy rifleman. Gotcha. And then you said it's two words. So that's why I got real hard.
1: Oh, I thought you meant... Uh, I thought you... <laughs> I understand nomad and nomad, rifleman are different Nomad words. Wa- rifleman. I wasn't struggling with that part.
0: Let's do a, do a cartwheel real quick for me. Help me out.
1: <laughs> so they've set the new world record.
0: What was it, Three miles. Nothing. Oh,
1: wow. Three miles was the previous
0: record. Oh, it was? They bumped it.
1: 4.4 4 miles. That's insane. They, the shot took 24 seconds.
0: And it... Bullseye,
1: 8-inch oh, target.
0: That's just... Lucky. Wow. I don't buy into those guys, actually. No kind of grains. Took you 1,500
1: have it hours to work on those. designing the rifle. Race. Man.
0: Four miles. That's got to be real close to looking at the base of Camelback Mountain from here. Maybe even further. It's got to be
3: further than that, yeah.
0: That's pretty far. Still, maybe. That's a hell of a shot. Some dude sitting on a perch right I was in that just house, sitting not there looking. Comforting
3: at knowing that
2: Captain Coronado other. can tell you all about. Oh, it. Yeah, oh world yeah, what the bull's eye? Factor in the wind.
0: You got it. The height. You got it. The arc. The oh range, yeah, there's the like math involved in tons, it, yeah. the clicks and the. They put it on a bullseye—that's incredible. And I'm just glad they're not angry anymore because I've always called for no Mad no rifle.
1: <laughs> Let's get to some radio videos. First one we got is uh, the, the guy on a motorcycle. It's actually a mini bike, but he wrecks on it. Okay. And then gets rammed by his buddy.
0: Your phone is actually playing it.
1: Right? <laughs> I think it's Toledo. No, no, oh, no. it's Toledo, it Brady. It? Oh. oh, your phone's making noise. Yeah, it
3: did, but then I it, then it turned.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I was telling you. We could hear it. Come on now. It's still doing it. Yeah, I'm doing that on purpose. Uh, why? It's not beneficial to anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was this big. Yeah, exactly. All right, here we go.
1: Toledo could get it up there. That's why I was playing the...
0: Yeah, it doesn't help us. Here we go. Okay, well, now there's nothing here. All it's right. a sound button, Rich.
1: I know they're starting, starting off soft. Butt this is the nothing. Front tile, what is this? Goes over and then catches.
0: The I got body. bumped in the butt by a tire. Warm it up. Boy, are we ever. <laughs> this foreplay would make me leave. That's the worst appetizer I've ever had. I'm not even sure suck I want my your mini-course yeah, exactly. is. <laughs> All right, now we got something. Big screen. What do you got?
1: You got a uh, basically a parachutist. Coming into the rodeo ring, a little hot with the American flag. Whoa, oh, real? Get hot. ready to dump oh, it. Oh yeah!
0: Oh, I know.
1: The girls getting Damn. hurt. Whoa! Nice.
0: Nah. <laughs> yeah, that.
1: Basically, the flag. That's a huge little flag. Weight. What is clips there? a girl? Oh, or anything. oh man, yeah, it. the f- it's a weight. Well, I thought it was yeah. another purse. So the whole no, idea, to keep the flag flying,
0: this whole rodeo, right wing America first thing. The whole idea was to just drag an American flag <laughs> across the grounds.
1: Yeah, that yeah, didn't. That's, oh, every that veteran goes against there everything.
0: <laughs> didn't lose their minds that they dumped that flag on the earth.
1: Yeah, oh, he came man. in too hot, and then. That's right,
0: folks. Don't worry about it. That girl is al-Qaeda. Oh, part of the program. They weren't
1: running for her. They were running for the flag. Absolutely. Get, off Get that
0: off the ground. America. Take that communist bitch down. We're fine with that. She's a lefty locally.
1: We got another uh, motorcycle accident. This guy didn't see the uh, parking sign. Well, he did see it, but he... Real close to it. Oh, yeah. No, he sees oh, it. He see it. saw that. <laughs> Man, how could he miss that? Damn.
0: Uh, was he trying to steal that bike, or what was oh,
1: happening? Oh, hey.
0: yeah, you know I'm not Whoa, saying it because he's black. Glenn. I'm saying it because he seems to want to be getting away from something, and he starts on a sidewalk. That's not normal. I think he was
1: trying out his buddy's new bike.
0: That was getaway actions right there. What I'm looking at right there is a getaway, not just saying, I'm going to try to ride this bike for a little bit.
1: Again, another uh, South American horse race, and you can't keep the people out of the... Well, the track. The barriers
0: aren't very strong, I'm going <laughs> to. No, but you got a pretty sticks. good like,
1: punji sticks. Yeah. Obvious lanes there, but.
0: Oh, certainly. shouldn't be out yeah. there.
1: And uh, let's see someone else die. Oh, two <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two horses go by, and you think everything's fine, and then the trailer horse just kills a man. Wow. I mean, <laughs> what why, where was that
1: he is... going? I guess he, he liked lane two better. Is the
0: horse okay? Because there's definitely a trip. Stumble there's a, there's definitely, no follow-up. No, there was some meals going out on that night because that horse did not. There's come no on, way. Come on. Well, oh, they destroyed that thing fast and ate it that night. Probably the guy, too.
1: Alpo. Next one, Skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dogs are fat right mm-hmm.
0: now in that village.
1: Skateboarder doing the three-step uh, jump, trying to flip the board and land it.
0: Does this have a name, Brad? Oh. It's oh, no. called a, there's a, there's a, there's a oh, vasectomy. No, called the vasectomy leg. Oh, my God. Oh, the noodles by that creek weren't as wobbly as that guy's shin leg. Whatever's going on there.
3: Oh, wow.
0: And what color is he? Maze? Why is his leg that color? That is an odd-looking... Rubber. It's it's rubber. It's rubber. That looks like a prosthetic leg. It's so broken. Oh. That's a tough one. Didn't go through the skin, though. Got to give him that.
1: Right. Last one is uh, in Russia, um, working a little coal mine, and uh, or not a coal mine, but a quarry, kind of. But mm-hmm. this is a guy that just doesn't want to go to work or get out of the way. He's the, doing a little Tiananmen the Square at Yeah, I think so, or he doesn't see it,
3: but it looks like
0: he's just standing there. Big old...
3: Yeah, they're very quiet, Brady.
0: Yeah, those things yeah. are... Yeah, that dude's got his headphones on. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, it's oh, just it's right a whole
0: over. bunch over, like a, Twice. a bulldozer Both just wheels, backs over. And then again. goes back over him again. I don't think they know he's down still. Business as usual in Russia.
1: Co-worker goes over there with the usual expression of hands over the head. Oh, what just God. happened? He's ran over. Dimitri is no longer
0: going to... be. He's our best worker. Now what? Anyway. All right, don't you stop. You didn't hit him. The other truck keeps going. We only have to care about this guy. That's a suicide. That's Chuck, it's
3: got no, That's <laughs> Chuck Artigue's
1: quarry yeah, there. Is. Get There's going. There's no
0: reason for you guys to stop moving these rocks from there to here to there. So one guy's dead. Big deal. There's nine of us. What, all work stops? Yeah. Boo-hoo. I'm sorry about your cousin. It's a tough place to live. We're moving <laughs> rocks from here to there. But you don't understand Mr. Artigue. He was very close to all of us. Very good worker. If he's a good worker, he wouldn't be laying down like that. He's a
3: lazy son of a bitch. We'll say we disagree on that one.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say good workers are usually working, not just getting run over.
3: All right. right. If he
0: was working, he wouldn't be under that truck.
1: Then you should be a doormat. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: It looks like Dimitri needs to be scooped up by one of our machines and moved so we can get the day's work in. Assholes. <laughs> I do miss Chuck. It's nearly been 10 years since we've had him around. He still lives in my brain every time I see somebody on the road going the wrong way in the... Uh... <laughs> so, my, there's Chuck. The Chuck School oh, of Driving. Just all sorts of wrong way action. Move, asshole.
2: You're in the wrong lane. You move. <laughs> Brett, what do you got? Uh, we're not going to do anything today. You, you, why? Because I didn't get any response from my content creators, and I have the few I did get, I didn't have time to go through Okay. Them yet, so don't, I don't right. want to. I don't want to just Understood. throw some crap out there. Bread is dry I got it. standards. Thank God.
3: Whoa, that was a shot! Yeah, wow,
2: was, sort of a veiled hit at Brady there. I didn't shot. say that. Well, it was though. Didn't say that.
3: Didn't have did to not.
2: Say
0: didn't it. have
1: to. <laughs> I, you're right. I did not say it, but I didn't say it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's eight fifteen. Well, there you go.
1: That, my friends, mini buck up, mini bike up your whoa, 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 what, what, <laughs> what? What? Careful what, there, what, A's what? announcer. You're going to start <laughs> staggering over words. Let's be real careful with the UCK
0: ones. <laughs> uh, it's eight sixteen. There goes your Brady report, everybody. It's ninety eight KUPD. Go get some soap for Brady's mouth. That's nice Pod for you, alive in the morning sickness, and uh, it's Monday, cruising right through it after a big Super Weekend. I'm emailing with everybody. Back and forth, I'm in a couple of battles, which I enjoy, by the way. I'm not mad. Don't be mad at me, Tranny Rob. About uh, what I think happened with uh, Nikola Jokic and our owner, Matt Ishbia. I happen to be siding with Nikola on this one. And I always say this to Suns fans. What do you think about the Jokic? But look, bottom line is if that was roles reversed, if that was Devin Booker trying to pull the ball out of the owner's hands of the Nuggets... And he's not giving the ball up real easy. And one of the, like Aaron Gordon's laying on the ground, and the Suns have been awarded the ball. They said, Suns ball. And Booker's like, give it to me. We got a five on four here. We would be losing our minds the other way if if they kicked Booker out. We don't want this to get any bigger than it is. Why hold the ball? uh, Well, you know what? Maybe he was just like, hold on a second. Like, there was a moment.
1: Because they're helping a player out.
0: But it was just, yeah, he's thinking to himself, hey, there's somebody down here. Yeah. Nickel is looking, going, there's somebody down here. We. Keep him down, you guys. But you, but Matt Ishbia, and not only did he affect the game with that, there was a technical foul afterwards because everybody got so heated for what happened. And Ishbia, I got to hand it to this new owner of the Suns for that flop was perfect. <laughs> Learned in the Tom Izzo school of flopping in Michigan State. Well done, man. But I don't want to see Joker suspended for any reason whatsoever. You can't beat him at their best. You're not beating anybody, so we don't want that advantage. In your head, if you're one of those people, I got a guy, Lou Ellen, goes, what game are you watching? You went out into the crowd. No, he didn't. He went to get the ball, which he is entitled to. And a fan laid a hand on him. They booted the fan for that. That might be a little excessive, but you know the rules. Crazy. It is crazy. So it's just fun. I love playoff basketball. That was, And that was also a perfect, beautiful display of sport last night. That's one of the prettiest basketball games I've ever watched. It was top to bottom flat-out outstanding. It's fun. Uh, so, 2-2. sons are in it. The city is dancing. Except for uh, Tranny Rob, who hates when we talk about basketball. Just a beautiful thing. Real quick, before we get into uh, the Guadalupe replay. I want to have another segment called Homburg's Eyes on America. <laughs> what the f*** is going on? Brett, I'm going to read you a little bit. You might know this story. Brett, you might not. I okay. may also. I don't know. Just pulled the chuck uh, Back in uh, a couple weeks ago in Xenia, Ohio, Judge David McNamee, this is the most American story of 2023. A man, uh, well, D- David McNamee is a male judge, and he uh, ruled that a woman could not be guilty of indecent exposure because she showed her penis at the YMCA. That's right. This woman, at least in the courtroom, identifying as a lady, had been shown to the courtroom because she whipped her dick out at the YMCA and started to show people and was taken in for indecent exposure, charged with that. And they said, okay, indecent exposure, well, that's it. The judge said, impossible. Do you have any guesses as to why? Keep in mind, it's the most American story ever. Impossible that it wasn't... Impossible for this woman to show people her dick and can't be charged with indecent exposure because the most American reason ever. Nothing? No guesses? It's a man. all right. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say that same thing. It's a man. man. The transgender, we've cleared that up. But the reason the judge said, and keep in mind, this is a segment called What the... The judge looked at this transgender and said, Impossible to expose yourself. You're too fat. <laughs> we can't see your dick. Thereby, in the eyes of the law, nothing was you exposed. You didn't expose anything. You're so goddamn fat, lady man, that you trying to show people your dick is impossible in the eyes of the courtroom. So walk around without your pants, Donald Duck. No one can see it. David Glines was uh, found guilty on three counts of indecent exposure. And Judge McNamee said, no, no question that Glines was in a woman's locker room whipping his dick out. However, he can't be in the area of the YMCA because, well, damn it all, I quite quite simply can't see that guy's dick. That lady's too fat. And it's just like, so American. Too fat, transgender, can't show your dick off.
1: Next case.
0: Yeah, case closed. Now pull up whatever those culottes are and get the F out of my courtroom, you freak. Uh, each time that guy went in there and whipped his dick out, that lady, I mean, uh, she decided to identify as a female in the in the locker room. And the ladies were like, this is weird. We don't like this. So got charged with it. Uh, eventually, uh, YMCA got had enough of it. Took it to court. The main problem was trespassing. And the judge said, all right. Maybe a couple of you might get some indecent exposure. You're going to get a little charge here, but it's not going to be. The thing we're going to do is uh, we're going to allow you to go back in there. You're allowed in the ladies' locker room. Because-
1: I've got a little theory. Sir, I need you to stand up and drop pants. <laughs> right, right. Right.
0: right, which is exactly what Susan says all the time here. Why don't you get up and take your pants off, Brady? I want to see if you're so fat I can't see the tip. Ooh. Let me have at it. <laughs> what are you doing? You be quiet. I want to hear anything coming out of your mouth. It's begging and spitting sounds. It's our turn. So anyway, so fat couldn't expose herself. So that's how you get around that one, trainees. Good luck to all of you, and that's another segment of Homebird's Eye on America. What the f is going on? <laughs> I have to say I just can't keep my fingers on the pulse of this community anymore.
1: And that's the the um there's another story about two weeks ago. It was at a high school locker room. A guy identifying as a yeah, woman.
0: Wandered right, right in there. But Went was to he so, the showers. But, right. But He, he had, exposed. Yeah, he had his dick out because he's in decent shape. Yeah. Just remember, you're so fat, American trans. Your genitals are, are just completely blurred out like a Japanese porn by your big belly button and your fat gut. And probably a hairy lady gut, too, because I'm still a man.
1: And the growing fat just turtlenecked it, buried that. that, turtled that thing.
0: What is it you have to eat to get the, the skin around your pecker to start getting fat? <laughs> I don't understand those. those. The, I get your it's stomach the, the growing, punch, But then the thing under your stomach starts getting fat because there's nowhere else to put it. Anyway, just thought I'd throw it out there. Anyway, enjoy that next time you see a fat trans and just realize that in the court of law in America, they can try to show you their dicks. We're likely won't be able to thanks to ranch dressing and absurdity. Uh, It's time now for your Guadalupe replay, which in it, uh, Friday morning, Charles and Shaq uh, made the comment incorrectly that we would not have any more basketball after Sunday. Calling for the sweep Friday. Wildly incorrect. Al McCoy lives on for at least two more games, and uh, that makes me happy. Also, Susan, I believe, is in the squares, uh, our manager who... The
1: broadcast team she she was cool wrestling little. with Trip.
0: Yeah, she was. She was in Trip Square. She kind of took it over a little bit. And he let her.
1: What Al McCoy got uh, really good recognition last night in oh, the did last he? night's game. Yeah, that's the broadcast great. team went and said uh, went on and on about oh, him. And awesome. they showed him up there in the booth. He's ninety. Yep.
0: These guys, I mean, he's a legend. So that's beautiful. Uh, here it is, your Guadalupe replay. From Friday, keeping us busy for another day. It's 98 KUPD. It's time for your Guadalupe squares, everybody. And it's a Cinco de Mayo version, so welcome. What would Brady do? Dude's been at it for years, though. Hmm? Yeah. All right. Uh, It is uh, 9-18. It is time for What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by our friends over at Mo Money Pawn and MMP Guns. You head on over there to 12th Street Indian School and you get all the needs you've ever needed. You have Mama's Day coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. You take your mom over to Avatar Sunday night. <laughs> was it Avatar? Is that who's here? Yeah, Avatar's here Sunday, May 7th. That's. Well, that was yesterday. Never mind. It's the Chili Peppers. I'm going to get her Mama's is that week, Mother's Day Sunday. Sure is. Sure mm-hmm. enough, Mother's Day with the Strokes and the Chili Peppers. That's a nice day. Why didn't get laid? Take your mom over there and get her a gift from Mo Money Glock. The other one. You get her a Glock from MMP yeah. Guns. You get her some jewelry. She can build an AR-15 if she'd like. Some tools. Class. Get her now, that class. Now, that's interesting. I was yes. discussing that with Megan the other day. What do you do with mom?
3: Take her to a painting place. Nope. Nah,
0: screw that. Nope. Let's get her down there and build them AR-15s. They should have a Mother's Day AR-15 build-off. Are we still? Is uh, Byron still doing the discounts? Yeah, it's because it's a month after his birthday. 11 more months and Byron gets another birthday. So for the next 11 months, they're going to celebrate. the It's Byron's 11-month birthday celebration to next year. Only 321 shopping days to Byron's next birthday. And uh, if you tell him, hey, happy birthday next year, buddy, he'll give you a discount. <laughs> I don't know what the discount is. He'll reach into a bucket, either 1% or 99%, but Byron will give you that discount. MMP Guns, Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School, they're here to help. I just got this email and said, man, listen to the Guadalupe Squares. I'm so glad you finally talk about your sales manager honestly, Susan. It's just, she's. I, I, this guy said, I had a job interview there, and I didn't know who I was talking with. And I was chatting with Trip at the time, and a lady busted into the interview and said, if you want the job, let's see the knob. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> yeah, that's Susan. He ran into Susan. And then as she left, she goes, it's our turn. Yeah, and then she started to push me around. I don't need you saying that on the air anymore. If you know what's good for you. I'm like, hey, that's exactly what sexual harassment is. Wow. And she started laughing at the table. She's like, I can't win. I'm like, you, you, you really can at this point after all the damage you've done. Uh, are you ready, Brady? Ready. These are doozies. Two doozies in a row. Actually, one's not much of a doozy. It's just kind of weird. Uh, it says, dear Brady, is it okay to name my kid... The same thing as my brother's kid. My my new wife's dad's name is Thomas. She is pregnant now. My uh, nephew's name is Thomas, my brother's kid. But my wife has always promised that she'd name her child after her dad. We just found out it's a boy. It's kind of an argument and a dilemma in the house. Uh, what do we do?
1: My suggestion would be still keeping the family, family name, but put the Thomas as a middle name.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So you
1: still are... You know, It's just going to get a little confusing.
0: I would do this. Still name him Thomas, but like make his middle name Jeffrey or something, and then call him TJ. There's another you know, option. That but way he's still one, Thomas. no
1: one goes by their middle name too often. You do. Uh, me is the exception. I don't know too many other that really <laughs> go, uh, that I'm the exception. Yeah, no, that's a funny yeah.
0: sentence. I just wanted to let you go. Yeah, not, not, not many people go with middle names, but... I think if you went with, you know, I don't know what else, T.R., T.J.
1: Then he could go by just like C. Thomas Howe. Right. Or, yeah, first name T. Jeffrey Jeffrey. Johnson.
0: Yeah. I'd do that. I'd go for initials, have a kid with initial names. That's not so bad.
1: That's another way.
0: Yeah. And that way you're still honoring Dad's name with Thomas and not bouncing off your brother who already has a Thomas in the mix. The key to that thing, I think the email was that it's his new wife. So this other Thomas has been around for a while. I mean, George Foreman named all of his kids George. So, I mean, it can be done. But, you know, there's a trend there. you got to have at least like 10 for it to be funny. Otherwise, you just look nuts. But TJ's pretty good. Go with that.
1: My sister, her full name is, or uh, her middle name's Connor. From the family, from my grandmother's side of the family. It's the last name? It's the last name. Oh, okay. And then her son, his first name's Connor.
0: Right. So that's she's fine. No, that's okay. yeah, yeah, That's because the middle name, stuff like that, you can yeah. bounce around. Interesting. This is a good one. Ready? I don't even know. We have never had this before. But this is, again, the new America where people are opening up about crap like this. Dear Brady, I got caught by the wife self-pleasuring the other day. Now, that old chestnut we've all been familiar with. <laughs> she saw the screen of what I was watching, and that's why she's mad, though. Didn't really care that I was doing it. But didn't know that this is what I was into. Let's just say the video I was watching had no women in it. Well, following along? Yes. <laughs> no, I tuned in. Can on. I just be a ladies' man? <laughs> no. Now that is what
1: I was not expecting.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm not a gay, but for some reason I watched that porn. The reason why, boys, is because it's rougher. Rough women porn makes me feel bad for the woman, and I can't get aroused. My mother used to be abused. (laughs) I don't know how you tied those things together. I'm out. This has made uh, my wife think that I want dudes, and I do not. What I really want to do is punch and fight during sex. I like rough sex. That's relatively new to me. I don't do that with her, so that's my outlet. I love the idea of a rough encounter with someone equally as strong as I am. <laughs> it's hard for my wife to hear. I think it's ending our relationship. I don't know what to say. Save this. Ironically, Thomas wrote that.
1: <laughs> That's the name of the day, I think.
0: Brady saved that guy's gay relationship with his wife.
1: You need some therapy?
0: <laughs> well, Yeah. <laughs> Starting with the reason your mom...
1: Else is no saving. Here's that. the thing I have trouble is with. Is that a deal breaker? I can understand why it would be for his wife.
0: He correlates his his mother's abuse with gangbangs that get too rough. Yeah. So I don't know what and,
1: you tied those things together wants, for. And then he desires that.
0: Right. He likes the rough stuff, which means he probably got knocked around too. But somehow or another it became sexual.
1: And that could be a hidden deal yeah, right now the, and their therapy also
0: abused but in the meantime what does he do with this wife has?
1: he might not have a choice in that matter she, she gone go <laughs> she go <on>. um <laughs> uh, that's a tough one because i i again wow and what would you do
0: it, would you be upset if you went home and ronnie was watching male gay porn
2: I think it's different, though. It a is, because it's, it's dicks, a witch, yeah, right? right. It's, it's a
0: bunch of wieners. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, rough, that's a huge uh, fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like, dudes fighting and banging right. might turn a woman on. So if Miss New Booty was doing it, you would be like, I get why you're doing yeah, that. Yeah. Whatever. But if it was yeah. girls. Doesn't bother us at all. If Ronnie yeah. came home and saw, and you saw on her computer, like, two chicks. Rough. Like, yeah. Like, Hansel Gretel is up there. Sleeveless f- flannels. Scissor dancing. Yeah, oh, if it's I'm just that, butch. Oh, yeesh. So that's what it would be. You did change that one on me. You threw that curve. Yeah, a couple of Subaru yep. owners just hammering Heavy, it out. Big thickens. Yeah, that changes some stuff around.
1: It does if it's, you know, delicate stuff. Even that, but it's still
0: That would bother you? The, Two really um, hot girls rubbing it out. Um Deep Down all girls really kinda like the look of Not other as girls. much
1: as the uh, other way. You
0: well know, the the gross, like thick bull lesbians yeah. is rougher. Yeah, hot girls do. I think attraction
1: girls, helps. Um, women, either. women
0: find other women very attractive. That's why they look at all of them and try to become them.
1: But it would be disturbing, you know, if she walked in and, and Tom
0: Oof.
1: is looking at, um, you know, fully bearded, rough, yeah, just sort
0: UFC where the F doesn't stand for fighting. Yeah. Yikes! So you think he just needs therapy? But how does he tell us? What? Does he has tell his wife I've got a problem? But I
1: don't. Again, I don't. Even if. He, goes to therapy I don't know how you talk her back into that mix
0: I think you're right you gotta go over to the lady and say he has to admit to himself that this is an issue something deeper here is happening and maybe not as deep as he'd like it because I think he wants it and also you're gay by the way let's cut cut right to it you're gay like no, no straight man can say I'm totally straight, but I sure do love dudes banging each other. I'm telling you,
1: honey, I'm not gay. Yeah, that's super gay. That's hard. I'm glad say. you want to have rough yeah. sex because I want it. But could you do me a favor? Put a mustache on, yeah. or I just I'm not gay. It's kind of like yeah, that either. You no, know,
0: it's kind of like if your wife came home, and you're dressed as Hitler, and you're like, but I'm not a Nazi. It's yeah. Like, well, what are you doing with all this stuff? I mean, it's that's so you're a Nazi. Watching gay porn, you're gay. You're gay. I, I mean, that's a re- you've got a tendency in there. You're like gay. Nobody's turned on by it, but doesn't want it. It reminds me of the Scooby-Doo where Jerry Reed, remember uh, the great yeah, Jerry yeah. Reed? And he was on there. And the key to the entire mystery was that Jerry Reed could understand Morse code, but couldn't do it. Like, so if you knocked on the floor and did the, he'd be like, oh, we got this one now. And he'd say who it is and Scooby, and then Shaggy, I remember, it's, like, it's almost like the writers caught themselves and Shaggy's like, tell him that we're going to try this. And he's like, "Oh, I only can hear it. I can't do it. Like, if you know the banging, you know the banging. That's it. And that was like a real same thing with gay porn. If you're watching loads of gay porn, you know both languages. You know how to speak it, and you know how to watch it and
2: hear it. You're gay. Bigger mystery is why was Jerry Reed on a Weedy cartoon?
0: Wow, Weedy's a great episode supplier. I mean, wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, Scooby. I, it was a great one, too, and at the end, he's doing the banjos. When, you're, right, you're, when bad, you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, you're not. It's a classic episode. <laughs> the Jerry Reed Scooby-Doo was fantastic, but that Morse code thing was trouble. You're gay. You that, need to, Brady's right. You need to see a therapist, but you need to wrestle with, well, I, I shouldn't say that, because you will, and you'll end up naked in some oil. You need to uh, work out. How gay you actually are. not say that either. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He Man. likes them when they're big. Damn it. That guy's gay. <laughs> yeah, this guy, Kyle emails, Yeah, I got news for you there, buddy? And you know you're about to be called a homosexual. Oh, and yeah. the guy emails, You got news for you, buddy? Next word is almost always, You're gay. If you like rough sex with someone who's as big as strong as you are, and you like to watch gay sex, and you're turned on, Uh, you're gay. Rico yeah. Blaze is on his way. You're going to get roughed up, and you're going to love it.
1: That is gay. Or find a nice conversion camp and go there for a week. So they
0: work. Yeah, they I've work. read a lot about those, and they do work. They'll You'll straighten your gaze right out. Like a string being pulled by, like a tug of war. You are, that kid is coming back straight. No mental damage from a conversion camp. Yeah, you're, you got to admit, you're, do you watch a lot of gay porn, Brett? Uh, let's see. Never. Why?
2: Well, other than, uh, well, Chick on Chick, I'll, I'll check that out. Oh, do you, you like know, man, right? gay, man? Uh, no. Why? Because I don't like dick. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Come on.
2: You made Brady go, ooh, face.
1: <laughs> Ow. Ow.
0: Yeah, the big reason I don't watch is because I'm not gay. <laughs> it's a huge reason. I, mean, I am gay. I just don't like the sex part. I identify as a homosexual. I right up until that point. I'm the opposite of this. You're platinum for (laughs) life. I'm super duper gay. I just can't look at it or be around. Yeah, it's gross. But I am gay. I'm super gay. Yeah, Brady's right. Therapy, and then tell your wife I've got problems. I have to sort them out, and I hope you're on my team. Appeal to her femininity. Appeal to her empathetic motherly ways. All women are a little maternal, and say something's happening, and I've got problems. I need to sort out. I'm not. I don't think I'm gay. But I've got a problem with, like, my past. Oh, Thomas. She gone. She gone. Brady's right, right. And I can't blame her. No. Yeah, yeah I mean, you that's what I was
1: nice. saying. I, I don't blame her. I know her. But at the same time, you know, I don't. Oh, man. You got some spining. Could work out? It's going to take a lot of work. A lot.
0: You got to figure out. You. Ugh. I don't even like. I can't even imagine watching gay porn, <laughs> right? I'm thinking, either. you know what? I don't want to do that, but um, I like watching it. It's like soccer for me. I don't watch it because I'm not gay. It's the same thing. <laughs> but, anyway, what are you going to do? I don't want to go on. That one turned my stomach a little. Bit. I want. to, I, I like watching. I like the idea of sex being with someone as strong and virile as me. That's gay. That's, like, the gayest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> like, gay guys are like, hey, you're so gay. KDKB just went, gay. And that first <laughs> noise wasn't their mouth. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Megan
1: walks in on you. Oh. It's that old school black and white Chuck Connors. Oh, Rifleman. God.
0: Well, that's for novelty. If I'm actually talking to that, it's because <laughs> of I'm the saying. laughs. Like, <laughs> I love comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, i tell her, like, it's just that's so impossible. funny. I got me all, it's hilarious. <laughs> it would be a challenge. Like, I, like if somebody said, here's the only thing you can watch. Tug to it. I could do it if there's money at the end of it. That's what I'm tugging to is the idea that I'm going to get paid. But If it was just to yeah, see if so I could do it. Imagination
1: know. wanders somewhere else in order to.
0: No, I would play by the rules. I'd force myself to get involved in the film and try not to drift from it and see if I could close, but I'm not sure I could.
1: The old mountaintopper.
0: That's a tough one. Yeah, anyway, good luck to all you out there who are yeah. deviantly dealing with this same problem. I imagine there's two of you. <laughs> Thomas and Thomas's future mate.
2: Careful. Tom, we're going to have to call the cops down here again. Thomas may be a little mad at what you're calling nah, him. So. Well,
0: Thomas is the one who started it. He's the one that wrote it. That's exactly right. You know, you know what? Somebody suggested. Maybe Thomas could come down and get that out of his system at Tactical Black. <laughs> All right. You want to fight, guys? It's so weird that every time I take a punch at Thomas, he gets a hard on. But, okay. <clears throat> I don't want to do groundwork with Thomas anymore. And he starts whispering in my ear.
1: And I slipped on the mat.
0: <laughs> again. It tends to happen every time with him. And he's asleep, by the way. <laughs> he's going to get up in five minutes and want to wrestle again. <laughs> Uh, It's 934. There you go, everybody. You're all freaks. Makes you feel kind of normal, doesn't it? Jerry Springer's only dead physically. He'll live forever in our hearts and lives. Uh, It's 934. There you go. That is exactly what Brady did. That was what Brady did. Mm -hmm. Mm jerks. It's Queen of the Stone Age right there. (laughs) No one knows. I get so frustrated by the mid-level parking garage people. Different time, different story. Uh, a lot of people are commenting before we get to the entertainment drill about poor Thomas the gay guy. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch something aggressive between men, just watch wrestling. It's not as gay, and you can't get caught being gay. With penetration, it makes you gay. It, it, that's a good point. There's a lot of man-on-man activities if you like it rough.
3: The whole thing was that he get aroused. So if he's watching wrestling and he gets a bonus, but that's it's the, the point. Thing.
0: If his wife walks in and he's watching wrestling yeah. and he gets caught beating it, that's one thing. But if she just sees it on the screen, she's not gonna think it was for porn. Wait a minute, it's one thing. It's still gay.
2: Oh it doesn't matter if he's, he's beating still beating the de- wrestling yeah. or hundred percent, yeah. yeah. That's he's gay. Yeah. I mean <laughs> dude is he's watching
1: so some dude number. sound I mean, with a slug.
0: I just got an email from Ru Paul and This dude is taking it too far. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if his wife's going through his computer history and it's all WWE or boxing or UFC, she's not going to think, oh, he beats off the guys. But a lot of you guys have a, opinions. A lot of you. This one, uh, Rex has a good idea. Rex is pretty he's, he's becoming one of our smarter listeners. Every once in a while, he emails some good stuff. He said, sounds like he's gay and doesn't know it, so Brady's right. He needs therapy. Or tell his wife that he's so loyal. He can't stand to watch other women. <laughs> so he subjected himself to this being his only outlet. That's uh, kind of the George Strait way where okay. he, I did the pure country movie, but I wouldn't kiss the leading lady, so my wife didn't think I was unloyal. I'm also a country singer, so I got Nike IQ of 61. No, still twinking. Yeah. Oh, it's gay. Anyway, a lot of people talking. <laughs> They'll figure it out. Debate this in your office. That's the whole point of the show. Uh, it's time now for the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. Uh, we discovered today uh, the new thing I'm going to get Josh and Jay and Tony to train with is when a hotel manager comes in and sucks your feet while you're asleep. Proper defense mechanisms for that. How to get yourself out of any pickle. Any scenario will That's do. First one,
3: not taking Ambien.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't and not using the latch key. Yeah. The little hoopty-gaggy. Whatever that thing is on your door,
3: the BLD. But it, but yeah, we were
0: told whatever. by hotel uh, employees there's a key to knock that thing loose.
3: I don't know how that would work. They sent a bunch of people sent us videos. We'll put we'll put of how to, to pop there. those. Well, yeah. I don't no, know don't tell. Don't, don't, yeah, du- that's not Duck that. tape and a rubber band to get that out. Yeah, watch. Here, I'll pull from
0: it the outside. You can undo the hooky bobby door and yeah, pull
2: it up. I feel so secure now. Thanks.
0: Duct tape and a rubber band. Less than two minutes, you're sucking toast, (laughs) Ah. (laughs) and nobody's
1: any the wiser. It doesn't make a kunk -kunk noise. Oh, it might make a little noise. I'm waking up. But the AC will bury that.
0: No, I'm waking up the second that door kind of, when I hear that kunk of the latch. Duct tape and a rubber band. I don't even know how you do that. Here we go. All right, let's take a look at the video that Toledo's popped up for the... There's the hooky, Bobby. Grab and hold.
3: Here to suck your toes. <laughs> Housekeeping. Toe sucking.
0: He's got the rubber band wrapped around the okay. end. The hooky Bobby's still holding strong right now on the door. Here comes the duct tape. Oh, I see what you're doing here. So you whip the duct tape around so when the door shuts, that'll come out. Stick it up pulls, against the, the rubber wall and pulls on the hooky Bobby, band. right? You shut the door. Oh, this is bro I know I heard most of all that that's Jeez. Only a toe sucker would come up with such a plan 25 B shift. I don't know really- oh, that's firefighters, huh? Yep so they're the ones that have learned that, in case they have to stumble in on another rock star hanging against the door. <laughs>
2: but I'm sure the hotel workers got like a special tool or something. They're not out there with duct tape and everything else. There's probably that's something. that's a lot that. of work for a yeah. Toast. It's called a
3: master key. <laughs> well, no, you can't, well, no, master, you key can't key master key the hooky Bobby. The thing, yeah, that's not the, the point, Bobby If you got the hooky
0: Bobby on, master key does it. Bobby, anyway, shut down. Yeah, that stops those toe sucking hotel managers we've been reading so much about lately. All it takes is one. All it it takes is one. Anyway, you learn to defend yourself from that because those types of people exist out there. Ones that want to suck your feet in your sleep even though they've never met you. Uh, you got to defend yourself. Just every day you should want to punch someone. That's how I feel. Uh, Or at least defend yourself from the general public and a a tactical black will help you do that. Be smart about it. That's the best way. Uh, Wise, uh, quick decision making, just a better brain inside your head. From when things get a little pear-shaped. They'll teach you everything and get you in great shape while you do it. I met a few people out there at U-Fest who are uh, going to Tactical Black, and they love it. You will, too. ReactDefense.com, Phoenix, Chandler, and Glendale. They got you surrounded. What you going to do? It's the home of Tactical Black, Brady
1: Entertainment. The uh, MTV Movie and TV Awards, was they put on a COVID-style award show. They did That's a good
0: right. job. I watched about 10 minutes. It wasn't interesting because I don't care about their awards, but they did it like a best of yeah, and then just did announcements for who won. It was well put together for yep. two days.
1: Just announced the winners, and then there was a bunch of uh, pre-taped uh, thank you speeches, like Tom Cruise did his and his
0: oh, and his Maverick Mustang
1: check. P-51 Mustang airplane had the uh, award in the cockpit.
0: Well, that was the thing, uh, because that was pre-taped weeks before the writers' strike. Yeah. So they taped him flying around in case he won. They already told him he did. And, and so they uh, could run the tape.
1: And you. I think you mentioned Drew Barrymore had skits that yeah, they had pre-taped. They went ahead and ran those, yeah. too. She ended up winning the best host.
0: For for that
2: show? Talk show host. That's only because she volunteered to do this show. That is the only way, because that I, show's
0: terrible. The Drew Barrymore Yo, show it's, is It's unwatchable. Red. Every single guest. She's worse than Fallon. She's quite literally yeah, falls right. to the ground every once in a while and crawls over to the guest. It's the <laughs> weirdest thing in the world. If they say something she likes, she goes, oh my god! And she, like, crawls to them.
1: Another little part of uh, Michael J. Fox's interview came out and he was talking about that he partied so hard in the 80s, he doesn't even remember dating Susanna Hoffs.
0: Oh man, how wow. did I forget that? Was he partying to a lot of Eddie she's money? And,
1: it's like, and that's I regret bad. that. And if she's up for it, I'm rolling, I'm rolling.
0: What's her back? Yeah. Tracy Pollan sitting next to him when he said that? Yeah. I don't <laughs> think that's true.
1: It's not true. Yeah, you made a lot of that up. There we go again. We
3: I go. tried to... I tried to... It was
0: bad.
1: Huh. Production on Stranger Things and Marvel's new Blade movie have been shut down due to the writer's strike. But Marvel will still... Um, start filming Deadpool three and Thunderbolts.
2: Those Marvel movies—they no don't need them. any script writers. No, There's yeah.
0: just CGI people. That's CGI all. Chat GPT that thing
2: in yeah, and put the costumes on,
0: work the outfit.
1: CBS canceled SWAT, and Shamar Moore isn't happy. He tweeted out to uh, listeners. Viewers, and this is it. them too. <laughs> people who like to sorry. listen about to this many, many of them. <laughs> a lot of he says, too. Uh, "Send a little." Uh, email or an Instagram post to CBS. Let them know you want SWAT back. Right. Well, he
0: wants SWAT back. It's his yeah. job. <laughs> of course he's upset. He just lost his job. All those SWAT listeners out there. All right, everyone. Everyone pick up your local telephonic situation and call the radio or television station where you listen to SWAT.
1: Usher and Chris Brown got into a fight. It was the My day before they were set to perform at the Lovers and Friends Fe- Music Festival in Las Vegas. You put your money on Usher in a Chris Brown-Usher
3: yeah, fight? Are you so. crazy? Yeah, because he takes on Rihanna. Ah, oh, Chris Brown. Chris
0: Brown's a puncher. Solid puncher. And a gang member,
2: too.
3: Yeah, so he's, got, he's got backup. He got oh,
1: Chris Brown's a bad man. Street it was Chris, the night Chris before. Crenshaw mafia.
2: Usher
0: will just give you his herpes. You know, the only thing you got to yeah. worry about is naked Usher. Different bumps. Yeah. <laughs> He'll leave bumps and bruises for sure. <laughs>
1: Chris was celebrating his birthday at a roller rink with some friends, like adults, including yeah. Usher. And he tried to talk up uh, Tayana Taylor. Who's and, that? Uh,
2: Look her up. Hot Come on, chick. be street. Hot, no, it was hot woman.
1: performing chick artist.
3: <laughs> She's a hot Look performing chick. Anyway, she shut him
1: down. <laughs> that narrowed
3: down. Uh, the Google box says American singer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We know that. hot okay. performing artist chick. Had no idea. Chick artist.
1: And he pitched a fit when uh, she ignored him. So Usher tried to calm him down. He's going to hit her. But Chris and his crew left. Usher followed them out. Drive ended by. Ended up going behind a series of charter buses to hash things out. And when he reappeared, witnesses said he came back with a bloody nose. Ooh. Could have been a... Herpes outbreak. Too. Yeah, it might have been know.
0: just a massive one of the one of the actual sores broke and it was became weeping.
3: Married to Iman Shumpert.
0: Oh no, kidding! He's a basketball player.
3: She's in the upcoming remake of White Men can well, That's why he got shut down. How come?
1: Well, Chris Brown said he was pitched a fit because he was oh, talking she's her up and married. Yeah, to a giant basketball player. Smashing Pumpkins released their new album, Autumn. Act 3 on Friday, but it almost came out a little sooner. During the mixing and mastering stages, a hacker got a hold of nine of the songs, wanted money for them. Billy Corgan says he paid the ransom out of pocket.
0: No kidding. That's a good story. That's a good old-fashioned rock story. And the dude took it, and nobody's thrown him in jail or anything?
1: No. He said the FBI is involved. He says, I don't know the end result yet, huh. whether or not they'll get the guy, but he gone.
0: That's interesting. That's in a Bitcoin or something. Yeah, that's good. I had to do the crypto.
1: Dave Draymond is using Tinder to find the right woman post-divorce. He's, he's back into the swing of things.
0: He's using internet, though. Yeah. I've seen that man wield the power. He doesn't need the internet. The internet is doomed. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Draymond is like a genie. I like to see a lady who meets Dave Draymond on. That would be weird, though, to be Dave Draymond and try to date someone who doesn't know you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then you're just
0: sitting there like, so what is it you, it you know. do? they so are a singer in a band, huh? I like country music. Oh, good. This will be an easy lay. She's stupid as a stump. <laughs> we do some country music.
3: This song's a little aggressive. Yeah. All my, my exes live in Texas. Yeah, my, my ex has been used to like gay porn. <laughs>
1: Do you like gay, gay
3: porn?
0: No, but I do like abuse. Uh-oh, breaking news. John Gordon is handing it over to Uh-oh, Brady. oh
1: fresh. He just deleted his Tinder account. Oh, Dave Draymond just now yeah.
0: because you said something? Way <laughs> he to go, he Brady. Said... You ruined it.
1: Seed blocker. There we go again. Oh, Brady's done it again. An, ap- an ap- absolute S show.
0: Right. <laughs> you know what really sucks? Duh. Being the lead singer of a massive rock band that can't get laid.
1: It should be easy. That's why he's calling in to that show. No one's swiping on him. Ugh,
0: take some NDAs and a prenup out on the road and bang everybody until you find that special little lady who won't talk. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> what does he want to date for? The whole reason you're a rock star is to avoid dates. The buses, the sex.
1: He should be able to find a lady from the east or the he west. He should find
0: anything he wants brothers and all he's really looking for ladies is the sound of silence Keep it quiet we gotta talk so much you're in gravy training uh that's it it's ten oh six. larry's coming up next the conquering hero of you larry mcfee did a great job putting it together and uh, arranging everything and keeping it running like a top the man is a a machine uh he's coming in here to entertain you all and maybe give you tickets to the next big show coming up. i think the chili peppers are on his uh on his docket here, and that's a week from now. That's Mother's Day Chili Peppers. Uh, and you know how much Mom loves Flea. so let's hand her over some tickets. Larry's going to have them for you. Oh, yeah, Mom loves flea.
1: Naked flea.
0: Yeah, everybody loves that one. That's the best version of them. Uh, Larry's ni- uh, next, and he's going to be nice to you. Be nice back, and we're done. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! La! Until later. Bye.
3: Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.